The Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. Yep. All right, Cleveland Moto Podcast number three hundred and thirty-six, six, 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 six. Yes, yes, the divisible of the beast or something. <laughs> the uh, there we have it. The big news around the podcast table just just now. The reason I got in late, you guys are all here before me, which breaking is news. fucking cool. Breaking news. Uh, we had a customer this morning on his way into the shop, bringing his Vespa in with a. Uh, he was bringing it in for service. I'm not going to make any assumptions. I'm just going to say he was bringing it in for service. And uh, about 11 o'clock, right when we're opening the door, his wife showed up and it's raining fucking cats and kittens out there. And the wife shows up and she is disturbed. I mean, she's upset. My husband just blew a tire uh, on the, the side. He's on the side of the road in Olmstead Falls and he's there. And I was like, well, he's there. You're not there. So you came forward to let us know that he'd blown the tire? You don't... These things work great. I mean... It's cell phones. This could have been, you know... <laughs> this, is one of those, cell phone. this is one of those perfect <laughs> opportunities to call somewhere and be like, yeah, we broke down on the side of the road, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Can you make arrangements, have somebody come pick it up or whatever? But <laughs> so, but she showed up in person, God bless her soul, instead of staying with, staying with her husband, who was probably... Well, you know what? I've been in that mood before where I've had a blown tire and I've been like, you know what? There's one too many people here right now. One of us should leave. <laughs> you know, towing, done that. Yeah, that's totally towing is only $4 a year on your policy. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Having so Why wouldn't you have it? And this is what we're going to talk about. God, that wild turkey's good tonight. I don't know why that wild turkey's so good. It's really good. And that's nothing great. That's just the standard stuff. Uh, but yeah, though, so step one, you're right. You should have towing on your insurance. If you don't know if your insurance has towing, yeah. make a phone call. It's usually like $8. Like, it's stupid how but cheap are they it is. set up for a bike? Because, I mean, usually towing is for cars. They're not going to no, have they, yeah. they Are they No, they bring a flatbed. They yeah. just put it yeah. on their flatbed and I mean, they put it all if, the way forward. If, if your policy is for in. a motorcycle policy, they understand that it. Okay. And that's true. And Steve, don't they just, just pick it up with the winch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a second because we actually had that happen this week. So, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're going to tell you the importance of clarifying things to tow truck operators. <laughs> and we took a picture of it, and it was pretty sad. So and we spent hours setting up this podcast for you folks tonight. So just exactly, pay attention. take right. notes. Make yeah, <laughs> this doesn't set itself up. Apparently, it does though. No. So anyway, uh, so she came in. He wasn't there. He was back with the bike. So I said, "Look, you know, we're very busy. But here's what I'll do: is at the end of my day, I'll go back and I'll pick the bike up. I'll go to where he abandoned it. I'll take the truck. I'll go get it." We'll pick the bike up. We'll bring it in. We'll change your tire. Whatever. You know? Okay. Wow, that's great. Thank you. Super cool. So, off she fucked. And I you know, I assume she went back and picked him up. Right. And they went home. As a normal couple would. And then I, they called, and I said, when you get home, call me and give me the address where I can find the bike, and give me the location where I can find the key, mm-hmm. and I'll pick it up. And meaning, like, that was kind of a hint, like, don't leave the key in the bike. That's a pretty good hint. I'd say that if somebody tells you, give me the address where I can find the bike and the the location where I can find the key. And then the third dumpster to the left, something like that. Perfect. Right. Right. So I got the, you know, they called and they gave me the address and 
I got the address and I went there tonight. And uh, this was supposed to be like 30 minutes out, pick up the bike 30 minutes back. No sure, big deal. Sure, sure. I got out there. And first of all, the address they wrote down doesn't exist. <laughs> so I can chalk that up to being like, oh, I'm excited. My tire just blew, whatever. But you had a long time to sit and wait for your wife to come up here and then come back and get your ass. Right. It was probably raining. Right. You had a lot of time to assess your situation. Well, he got the address wrong, but I drove down 20 houses in each direction, no Vespa. And I asked people, no Vespa, and I called him and he eventually called me back and he says, yeah, I can describe the house. And he did. Awesome. He described the house and I can describe the trash cans. It had a door, some windows and a roof. No, he <laughs> nailed it. Like he nailed the description of the house, including the adjacent power lines and the, the, the horse, you know, paddock or whatever. Like he nailed it. He described it perfectly. But again, he also described he parked it right next to the three trash barrels that were out next to the curb. Hmm. If you live like I live, anything that's next to the curb is fair game. Anything that's next to three trash barrels by the curb, which means it's fucking trash day. Right, those right. barrels wouldn't be there if it wasn't fucking trash day. And if it's not trash day, those barrels signify that it's trash day. And anything within a 40 meter radius of those barrels is automatically scrappable. No, I think that the keys weren't like in it on the bike. Oh no, no, he did say that he left the keys in the ignition. Oh, that's good. So it was running. It was running. It just it was a bad tire. (laughs) Yeah, it blew a tire. So like you could just walk up and start it. Yeah, and not even have to push it. Drive it away on a flat tire and just kind of lump along. Yeah, exactly. No, Uh, he left it running. (laughs) <laughs> with a full tank of gas yeah. how will i know how will i know where it is it's got the headlight on you can't miss it and it has yeah. a six pack on the back yeah. right yeah exactly <laughs> and the sign that says thank you for not stealing my scooter <laughs> that's right thank you for not shoplifting the uh not wow. kidding he did leave it next to three rubbish barrels recycling barrels so okay guys do we really need to have this talk is this something cleveland moto needs to fucking say don't okay one if you ride motorcycles call your insurance company and put towing on your fucking motorcycle insurance Mm -hmm. if you don't have motorcycle insurance because you're that guy (laughs) call the american motorcyclist association and get the gold level package that has free towing i'll tell you what it is it's the regular package with the automatic renewal right so if you give them your credit card number and you agree to give them a pint of your blood every fucking year at the ama (laughs) they will send a truck to pick your dumbass up and your dumbass motorcycle with the understanding that they know it's a motorcycle because it's in their fucking name right Right. So join the American Motorcyclist Association, you dipshits. Right. And pay, use a credit card and set it up for auto renew. So you get kind of one of the greatest benefits of being an AMA member is the towing. Right. Right. Now, I'm going to clue you into something that's awesome. And you don't have to be gay. Doesn't hurt, but doesn't hurt. Right. (laughs) You can join the. Vespa Club of America. Vespa Club of America has a, we don't care about your religious denomination or what kind of bike you ride. Mm -hmm. You can join and it's $39 a year or $29 if you can convince a dipshit like me, a dealer who's a a affiliated shop. Mm. For $29, I believe it is, 
I can get you signed up for a whole year of Vespa Club of America membership. Who's the mathematician that can break 29 down by 12? Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, it ain't much. No. Yeah, it ain't much. It ain't much at all. It's about 2.25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two and a quarter. So, like, from that high-octane rolling rock, you could have <laughs> membership <laughs> in a company that picks up your fucking bike. One less white claw. <laughs> a month one less white claw per month <laughs> and then you don't have to leave your scooter with a dead tire now here's a, a trick in it. now here's a trick <laughs> I have had several v- various different memberships and I've had I've experienced the untimely loss of forward velocity on a two wheeled vehicle Happens. and I've had to go through my wallet going oh shit which one of these did I pay this year and like I, I'll just whittle through. I'll be like, okay, well, I'll call my insurance company last because I don't want them to raise my rates. Yeah, right. Right. So I'll go through and I'll be like, okay, let me try AMA. Oh, expired in seven months ago. Well, that's not going to help me. Yeah. And then I'll you know whatever I'll go through the list of suspects. But the point is, at any given time in my wallet, I've got like four people that will tow my shit. Mm-hmm. If you're that cheap, twenty nine dollars, call your local scooter shop. They'll set you up with a Vespa Club of America, and then you'll have a great story for your friends when the Vespa Club of America tows your Harley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'll be a pink tow truck, but I think we'll all get over it. You know, you'll be fine. So now, speaking to that whole like, let people know it's a fucking tow truck or a, a scooter thing or a motorcycle thing. If you have AAA in your wallet right now, if you've got AAA and you have a two wheeled vehicle. That means fuck all. That's useless. Right. You call them and go, oh, I've got AAA. That's cool. I paid my money. That's great. I've got a thing on my wallet that says AAA. Call them up. What do we got to tow? A Buick LeSabre. No problem. Mm-hmm. That just hit a Vespa. <laughs> we can tow the LeSabre. We can't tow the Vespa. Oops. Why not? Because you don't have AAA recreational vehicle coverage. Oh. Ah, you say. But I do have AAA plus. Doesn't mean shit. Really? You actually need to have the AAA that has the recreational vehicle coverage. Oh, because right. AAA Plus, AAA Gold, AAA Premium, none of that seals the deal like AAA recreational vehicle. Recreational vehicle means boat, thing the boat was riding on, RV, thing the RV was riding on, <laughs> thing that was being pulled behind the RV, thing that was pu- being pulled behind the thing that was being pulled behind the RV, all of it's covered. They're going to tow it all. They'll send the biggest truck you've ever seen to rescue your dumbass. Mm-hmm. That's if you get AAA RV. But premium or plus, that don't get you motorcycle towing. Read the policy. Oh, your own insurance policy. Fucking just read that. I got two credit cards in my wallet. Both of the credit cards in my wallet give me free towing. Wow. Yeah. And a hotel to stay in if my car breaks down. Just part of having a Discover card, I bet you didn't know. No. But it won't tow a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Stingy sons of bitches. Do you know how much smaller a motorcycle is than a car? Now, how do they define motorcycle? Like, if you had two small training wheels, you could slap on the back and has four. (laughs) Now, this goes to my next story. So, out here in the parking lot here, we see some strange things. Uh, We'll call this segment Out in the Parking Lot. Out in the Parking Lot. (laughs) Right, Out in the Parking Lot. To my left, by the way. Oscar. To his left. Darren Kromke. Steve Hoffert. Johnny Mack. Chris Smith. Steve Sleeby. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. And by the way, good job showing up, guys. Well fucking done. 
for people who don't know, Steve just started a brand new job. That's why he's looking business casual. I'm corporate right. C now. Corporate C. <laughs> <laughs> corporate. I love that. Sleepy C? No, corporate, corporate C. C. Exactly. <laughs> and the beard's tightened up and yeah. very groomed. Yeah, yeah. The hair's all groomed. I know. It's embarrassing. Nah, dude. You work with we flowers saw, now. But I, I saw a guy wearing a hat today in the offices so I can ride a motorcycle to work. Oh, okay. Because I was like, fuck. What am I doing? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Stop. You saw a guy wearing a hat. Yeah. In the office. Yeah. So you can ride a motorcycle to work. Well, yeah, because I like otherwise I'd have to take a blow dryer and slime and all this shit. Because if I put a helmet on, it's going to fuck all this up, and then it'll be just a mess. All this up? All yeah. that? <laughs> all that? Honestly, I've seen dudes with a handful of 1040 and a fucking ace comb achieve that level of greatness. Just water your hair and that's about it. <laughs> water your hair. Yeah, but I'd rather just Greaser. wear a hat. I'd rather Greaser. just wear a hat. <laughs> Hey, the Rockabilly Ruckus is coming up. I got to look the part. I saw a guy wearing a hat so I can ride a motorcycle. Yeah. And I, well, actually, I told my boss because she asked what I'm interested in. And I'm like, well, I have a motorcycle fetish. And she was like, interesting. Tell me more. So you actually have sex with motorcycles. That's interesting. I thought they only did that in Santa Cruz. No. Yeah. Are you packing a kickstand up your ass? Exactly. Yeah. I have a motorcycle fetish. Tell me more. Well, hold on. <laughs> what part would you like me to produce? Right. Uh, so we have customers who bring things by. Allegedly. Sometimes, allegedly. Sometimes customers can't get their bike here. But this has always shocked me is the people that, you know, for whatever reason, their bike's not running. We go pick it up. So we have a service. We, I'll show up in your driveway and I'll pick your bike up. Right. right. And so you pay me a given amount of money. I show up in your driveway and I pick the bike up and take it away. So that's cool. So I pick the bike up, take it away. And then uh, when the bike's done, we call you. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're calling you, it's because your motorcycle has become a motorcycle again. <laughs> it's no longer yard art. It's no longer some shit you hang in the wall on Fridays. If we call you, it's because that shit runs. Gotta like, pick it up. Yeah. Right. Guess what? It's a bike again. Take a bus. Whatever you need to do, right. you can Uber, ride it home. Whatever. Right. Yep. I checked. I test rode it. It's a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. It's totally fucking drivable. Right. Now, for people who don't live in Cleveland, I should let people know that anywhere in the greater Cleveland area, you can ride to on a 50cc scooter. Right. Now, that holds true for cities like, oh, every city in the fucking world, okay? <laughs> because the whole concept of cities is that they put roads. Right. Right? And if you have a 50cc scooter, you can navigate LA. Mm -hmm. And if you have a 50cc scooter, NYC. No problem. Probably, probably better than most cars because right. they're blocked right. in traffic. Right. <laughs> but what I hear about seven times a week, oh, that's way too far. <laughs> what? That's way too far. Chris, how far did you drive your Janus? Uh, when I picked it up, brought it back 230 miles. In one sitting? Yeah. Okay. From Indiana to Cleveland. A 250cc <laughs> intentionally backward motorcycle like intent like it's a rigid it's a hardtail vintage 1920s style motorcycle and you rode it how many miles 230 230 miles i got people that won't drive from shaker heights and i'll say that i haven't been that rigid in months <laughs> it was totally rigid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah did, but, you, did you happen to see the last podcast it said Smith rode forty five hundred miles in a few days did his Janus survive <laughs> <laughs> Shaker Heights is maybe 23 miles he, from here. He blew out his Janus. <laughs> <laughs> just just that, the Buna. That's the best you can come up with? Just the Buna and <laughs> Seal. That's it. It's very, it's very chill. But, yeah, so Shaker, Shaker Heights, Heights. Gates Mills, 
all the wealthiest parts of Cleveland. Yeah, it's right, right down the street from me. Yes. I live in the poor section. They live in the market. <laughs> yeah. right. As you go deeper into the valley, yeah. as your house gets to be more like a David Winter cottage next to a little rambling creek, right. but they won't come and pick their bike up. But so what do I think it takes a park all the way here? It's beautiful. We do that shit for fun, people. And we do that. And I will do that happily on a 50 or a 125 or whatever. I don't need to use the freeway to get to your house in, you know, outer Slobovia. It's the best because it's the only time you get to be full throttle in the park and not worry about going to jail. Yeah. We have a metro park system that actually connects everywhere you'd want to live on the west side with everywhere you'd want to live on the east side in the form of a pearl necklace. I mean, emerald necklace. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Can I, can I pick you up, or can I uh, have you follow me <laughs> to the shop and back? Yeah. For $50, please. So, yes. So, here's the game. <laughs> customer, customer. Private, private segue. That shall be remain nameless. Because <laughs> I have done the math on all these Uber trips, by the way. Right. So, I'm really good at telling customers, well, you know what you can do? Is you can take an Uber here for $19.20. Right. And then, jump on the bike that runs and ride it home. Oh, for a dollar. For free, right? Exactly. You're right. Most of these bikes get a lot of miles per gallon. I think exactly. Uber lets you bring a helmet with you too. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. You could bring three friends. Right? Right. That's, that's, that's Uber recreational. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to wear it in the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Which with some drivers might be a plus. Fuck it. Love it. <laughs> I have a feeling this will end badly. Right. Right. So yeah, you put it on and you rock here and you go home nineteen dollars and twenty cents. So this person calls me after, and this is, and I, I make this sound like this is happening. This is one thing. Uh, this is nine times a week. But this particular customer <laughs> says, can you bring my bike back? Sure, I can. Great. When? Monday. I do all my pickups and deliveries on Mondays. It's kind of my thing. It's what I do. If you're on my Facebook, you know all about it. Right? Okay. Oh, I can't have the bike on Monday. Well, why not? Because this weekend. What do you mean because this weekend? Well, because this fucking weekend. Well, fuck you. Monday's when I do my deliveries, but I need the bike by this weekend. This bike was unridden for at least three years. <laughs> you got it in here two weeks ago. We went through the whole thing, changed everything, fixed everything, replaced the fuel tap, replaced 20 feet of bad fucking fuel line. Your bike has 211 miles on it, and it's nine years old. <laughs> what do you mean you need it by this weekend? You didn't. We didn't know you needed it by this weekend when we picked it up two weeks ago. You didn't know you needed it by this weekend. Let's be honest with you. I need it by this weekend. Well, I can deliver it on Monday for 90 bucks. That won't do. So, okay, fair enough. So the next day, Friday, one of these, you know, standard fucking run-of-the-mill tow truck shows up. And when I say standard run-of-the-mill tow truck, you know what I'm talking about. It's a truck, and on the back, it's got a set of forks. And the forks, you know, pick up the front wheels of a car, and then the car disappears, mm-hmm. right? It's not Andy and Mayberry with the big fucking trellis thing in the back holding cables and various different swaps and gradles and all kinds of crap and, and cables upright. It's just a fucking tow truck, mm-hmm. right? This guy shows up on Friday, says, I'm here to pick up what's or nuts a scooter. I'm like, all right. That's it. This should be interesting. Yeah. Oh, no. 
I've to- I've tied everything to everything. So uh, at this point, your yeah. legality is like once it's out the door, it's not your fucking oh, concern, right? I've never been happier, <laughs> and I'm about to get a whole lot happier. So I walk out to the video guy. Came out and shit. Yeah, and I, was like, <laughs> I looked at the truck and I went, "There's no ramp anywhere on that truck." Right. Despite the word truck, there's no bed anywhere on that truck. It's <laughs> just various hydraulic things. But there's them forks that go out the back that hook up the wheels of the car. Right. So this guy's that'll work. Oh, this guy's a genius. So there's a vertical shaft coming off the back of the truck that, that holds the forks, right? Like shafts. Shaft. Yeah. And he opens the forks all the way up like they'd be taking on the incoming tires. Right. And he takes those forks and he uses those as an impromptu ramp for the back tire. Hmm. Yeah, that's not right. And then he takes the front tire of the bike and uses that arm and he puts that on there. Still not right. Mm-hmm. And then there's nowhere to tie the front of the bike to and... Nowhere to tie the back of the bike to. It's just sitting there. Now, my friends who are engineers <laughs> or <laughs> geometric mathematicians will tell you about my love of triangles. <laughs> I love triangles. There's nothing you can't do with a goddamn triangle. My favorite things usually end at the bottom of a triangle. That's also true. Yes, <laughs> <Right>. exactly. <laughs> All the best things have to do with triangles. <laughs> right. Yep. Doesn't matter the angle. A triangle's the angle for your dangle. That's right. <laughs> Brought to you by angles. <laughs> Try. And there's better when there's three of them. <laughs> Four point right. We'll get to that. And they don't make a monopod that you want to lean on. No. No. They make a tripod. Right? Milking stools that have only one <laughs> only one pole? That's a different kind of That's stool. a different kind of milking. That's a pushing in your stool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, this guy goes out there and through a like a fucking system of you know, levers and pulleys and nuts and berries and all kinds of shit. It almost seems like he's done this before. Though. No, he's tried. Okay. Yeah. This is one of those guys that's like, well, I have a truck and I have a tow truck and I have a client and I have a strap, so we're going to make this work. Yeah. And his straps are the big four-inch wide fuckers that 18-wheeler oh, yeah. guys use the tie. The yellow the ones. Big yellow yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Breaking, spank- breaking strength is rated for one Vespa. Yeah. yeah. 3,500 pounds. Or one Vespa. Or one. Yeah. <laughs> and because that's what it does. So... As I see him hopelessly trying to tie this thing in. Yeah. And this is literally like, this is like the worst bondage sex act you've ever seen in broad daylight. <laughs> like you walked into the room, you opened the door, you walked into the room and went, okay, not only is this disgusting, but you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to fix your whole situation. We need more duct tape. So I went out there and I just said, hey, if I ever want to call you guys to fuck my world up the way you're fucking her world up, what do you charge for that? <laughs> he said $70 to hook up and $2.50 per loaded mile. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I'm going to let that sink in. You just redid your rates. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> my whole world has changed. Has, ever, has anybody ever dealt with a plumber that charges you um, like 100 bucks an hour? That to was lay probably pipe. 20 years ago, right? Right. <laughs> to lay pipe. But... Plumbers also charge you a fee to show up. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the only business I can think of. They can't work on your plumbing from their shop, right? So the fact they're showing up is kind of a given, right? Are we with are you guys with me on that? Same with AC guys. HVAC. Also, they need to be there to do right. the job. Yep. Yet they'll charge you seventy or a hundred dollars to be there. Service. It's the, it's the base service the call. call. Service call. Yeah. Service call. Can you do my job without making a service call? No. 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 So the fact he charges you seventy to hook it up. What have I been doing wrong? I've right. been giving the hookup for free right. forever. And I charge $90 one way within the city limits of Cleveland. 
Right. I mathed it out. This little journey was going to cost her $225. Because she didn't want it on Monday, she wanted it now. So maybe I should rethink my job, and maybe I could just be a professional ride-the-bike-to-somebody person. Oh, and Uber back. (laughs) And Uber, yeah. And you don't have to even know tie-down straps. No. You can just ride a bunch of different motorcycles. (laughs) That's brilliant. I will put you on retainer now. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Yes. You know what? We normally charge $90 to deliver your bike, but we got this guy. Yep. And for $65, he'll ride your bike to your house. No risk of damaging it, putting no, it in a it truck. No, it would be $65 to put my ass on your bike. Okay, that's the show up charge. <laughs> and then 25 cents a mile. Right. And then yeah. and then the Uber right. cost to get me back to, me to wherever that. I want to go. Ooh, sure. Still be a lot cheaper than what she paid. Yeah, man. Now, that story would be good if it ended there. But <laughs> when he got done... With the first mummifying six, six straps, by the way, six fucking straps. And then his only two straps that were doing any work at all, he didn't use the handlebars and make triangles right. down to the frame of the truck, which would have been easy. He just went with one big heavy strap right across the street of the right across the seat. Mm. So there's no triangles. There wasn't a single goddamn triangle. And that the seat has no like all he did was squish the suspension. Yeah, and there's nothing holding anything. Anyone like to guess how far he made it? Six feet. One turn. Literally the turn out of my driveway. So the turn out of my driveway has an apron. And what bike was this? This was um, the Vespa 150. Yeah, Vespa 150. So lots of metal. Oh, it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You should have put it on the running board and used one strap to hold it to the doorknob. (laughs) (laughs) And it would have been better than what he did. Could have paid a crackhead to ride it there, or Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Just split the money, right? Exactly. Could have paid you. For as much money as he got paid, he could have paid me to do it. Exactly. I would have done it. Or just wait until Monday. So he made it, yeah, exactly. He made it exactly 19 feet, kadunk dunk. When you make a turn, the bike, the weight of the bike goes left and right. But now is that on the driver's insurance or is that, is the guy fucked? I hope it's on everybody's. I mean, <laughs> hey, Steve, the only important thing is, not on your line. Right. Because right. when I charge the guy 90 bucks, it made it here tip top. Right. Because I got an F-150 truck and a beautifully custom welded ramp and from what i've heard yeah. you've maybe moved a few bikes in your day a little yeah once or twice so did, yeah did he at least lift it not that it was a yeah. good thing but yeah, yeah, he, he, lifted, so he lifted the forks so dangled, up dangled, like after until he tried to leave here it looked kind of it looked beautiful sort of, yeah. it looked like he was trying to show off a red vespa <laughs> but knowing math i mean I, I don't know math right but i know what works and knowing what i know what works i know that there were no triangles right and if you don't have any triangles you're fucked. Yep. You're hooped. And so as soon as he made the right-hand turn, the bike kind of went, the, the bike like jogged to the left, but then when the other wheel came down into the low part of the apron, Done. then the bike hard centered to the right. So it kind of went tilt, trebuchet. <laughs> oh, and fuck. it did. It hit the ground with an explosive force. Oh, man. So then the, ground. the, the pavement, the concrete, it came Oh, off. it left the, the forks and everything. It left the whole game. Oh, wow. Because the one strap that was holding it on that way but did nothing to keep it once it started falling. Right. And the bike just slid off the... Yeah, the all the tension was on the seat. All the tension as soon was on the, the seat, seat left. The wheels... You know, you know, there's one thing in the world dirtier than a pickup truck? My mind when I was 17 years old. <laughs> pickup trucks are greasy. Yeah. There's nothing clean on a pickup truck. 
everything's greasy. And if you're a pickup truck in salt land, like we are, yeah. everything's super greasy. Right. He put the tires to the scooter on the greasy ass beam of the, the tow truck. Oh, yeah. It is not approved. No way. And he didn't loop anything through the wheel and tire to hold it? Negatory, good buddy. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) He got everything he was asking for. So, at this point, they're within visual range of my shot. Mm -hmm. I caught it on camera, right? And so, I'm like, okay, this guy's going to pick this bike up. He's going to bring the bike back in here, and we're going to have, you know, $1,800 worth of body work. Right. No. Kept going? He went out there, re-rigged it, and off he fucked. Not good. We have not heard from the customer yet. Yeah, one less of a problem for you at that point. Again, cautionary tale. Right. Right? So, again, there's no story that's worth telling if you don't learn something from it. What did we learn? (laughs) Triangles, triangles, triangles. I'll shoot a video on how to tie a fucking bike into the back of a pickup truck or on the back of anything or whatever the fuck you want. It's going to involve triangles. One of the things I learned, especially with heavier bikes, no matter how many, like, the the side straps, one or two are fine, but you got to keep that front wheel tied to something. Yes. That's the important part. If the front wheel starts vertical, like perfectly in... 90 degree angle to the front of the truck. Right. If it starts that way, it has to stay that way. And you got to secure it So you either got to have it start that way or be at left steering lock. Right. Or right steering lock. So it can't go any other way. Right. But if you start it that way and you're just like, it'll stay. It won't stay. Something will happen and it will cock. And when it cocks, that strap gets tighter. That strap gets looser. And then the next time you hit a bump, bump, it does the left hard right right or the right hard left in any case you'll see it going the first part when it goes uh but when it goes uh and fades to the right that just lets the f- the strap on the right side yep because you probably only put the hook through like something stupid like the hole in the truck or whatever mm-hmm. well when the tension goes off that hook becomes unloaded yep. invariably it falls out of the hole right and then when it goes the other way it goes the other way with much authority and it makes that sound it goes snap and I, or cut chunk and then like parts of the bike fall off mirrors go everywhere and whatever so after you've you're made fucked. after you made the mistake of yeah. buying harbor freight tie down yeah you have nothing you're to do with that. them i am yeah, everybody yeah. is I, most people are right what um, a, they oh, they do okay not. okay well you are a professional <laughs> but but they do they I use clothesline they're still okay for like, so like on my little five by seven trailer right it has a center bar in the front. Yeah. I don't have a wheel chock. Right. But I put the front wheel there and I use the Harbor Freight ones and shit. I do it about five times yeah. and ratchet down. Yeah. And then I use my good straps. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah. The fucker never moves. Ever. You can well, take your underwear off. <laughs> you can. It's always the fucking sound engineer. Always this guy. Always this guy. <laughs> fucking corporate Steve. You can take corporate. <laughs> corporate Steve. Fucks it up again. Anything you want. Take your underwear off and time around the front tire yeah. so that the front wheel can't go left or right. Right. And then if you've got two straps or one really long strap, I can show you how to do that. You're fine. You're mm-hmm. okay. Take the one really long strap, go to the right corner of the truck, go up around the handlebars, yep. lean the bike to the right like a little bit, go around the strap, go the other way, go around the other handlebars, go down to the other corner, ratchety, ratchety, ratchety. The bike will stand up. You're done. Go. Yep. I'm, go just, dude, never used. I'm just thinking about this, though, that, I mean, for 20 bucks, yeah. I could make some sort of a little adapter that you could have put on there that's yeah. a wheel chock yeah. that you could have rolled the yeah. bike up that would have yeah. held the front thing yeah. and you run two straps down to the arms and go lift the bike up and it would have been fine for and you could keep it behind the seat of your fucking truck i would weld it to the fucking arm i would weld yeah. i would weld a condor to the fucking arm of that lift on that thing and i would be i'm your fucking bike bike like i'm your bike bitch dude yep like i'd weld a condor to that thing for 150 200 bucks 
put any tire of any motorcycle you want in there. Put a receiver hitch on the bottom of it so you could just put a rail on exactly. the end of it or something. Yeah. He's but never you know picking what? up any more bikes. He yeah, he shouldn't have picked up the one he agreed to and he's never picking up any more because when he got that bike to the destination and he dropped it off in that driveway and off he fucked. That was the moment when he was no longer working for that company. Like he dropped that bike off like um, uh, yeah, I dropped your bike off today. Keys are in the mailbox. So there were some shady-looking kids hanging around it. Yeah, I left it. I left it near three uh, recycling dumpsters, and I put the key in the ignition. Right. If yeah. he's smart, he just laid it down and made it like it blew over after he left. Oh, uh, as a motorcycle shop owner, I can tell you there have been several of my customers' motorcycles in my 21-year career <laughs> that I have thought. Wouldn't it be awesome to drive to their house tonight and run over their motorcycle? <laughs> so I never have to see it again. Because every guy who owns a motorcycle shop knows that there's that one motorcycle that you agreed to work on 17 years ago, and you never should have done that. Like Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, that hurts. Uh, but, yeah. What? Which is, by the way, never true. We, I know. We worked on everything for him. But, but it is funny, though, that there is always a customer. Though, that, or, and it's, it's sometimes it's not the customer. It's the fucking bike. Yeah. You know, you're like, mm. Jesus Christ, why did we agree to work on this fucking thing? In Smith's case, it's him and the bike. We well, that was, the point. that was the point. We have a saying around here that we don't work on Chinese bikes because sometimes when we work on Chinese bikes and you bring it in for problem A, right. we fix problem A. And then while we're test riding it, B. problem B and C and D show up. Right. That happened this week. Oh, no. One of them got through. A Lance got through the system. Lance got through the system. And we fixed everything, and we took care of the things that were on the repair order. And on the way home, the guy's exhaust fell off. <laughs> Good news, we never touched the exhaust. Ah. Bad news, the exhaust fell off. Right. Bad, super bad news, we were the last people to work on it. Right. So nobody's going to convince him that even though we didn't touch his exhaust... His exhaust falling off was our fault. So falling off meaning it broke or just fell it cracked. Off? Oh, it wonderful. cracked, wow. cracked at the header and you know where they do. Yeah, because you know, China. And, good metal. You know, good metal. Very good metal. I was mm -hmm. shocked when I took the thing when I grabbed it and held it in my hand. How steel could be that thin? <laughs> <laughs> they must build those exhausts by the pound. Right. Yeah. So if they can shave any weight off of them, you're good to go. Super funny, but well, anyway, you know what that causes that? It's because like, so you look at you look at a Chinese bike usually like the ones that come like the Grim or whatever. Yeah, and like the exhaust pipe is about this big. Oh yeah, but then the yeah. well, but where they welded it is like so the actual hole is about <laughs> that big. <laughs> oh, they weld the inside a lot thicker than they weld the outside. Yeah, is what you're trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Built-in restrictor. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you go. There's a tip for you when you're tying something in. It's a good a good thing to know. Um, See, my question is, I've never, ever tied the front wheel like you said. Really? I always use two straps. Two straps. And I cross them like this yeah. and I go down. Yep. But that's still a triangle. It's still a triangle. And it's not, the handlebars can't move. Look, man. And the back end could swing around all at once, but the front wheel's never going to move. But if something. This works. Like, this technique right here works perfectly. If you can imagine you're here and you grab that side of the truck and that side of the track, it ain't going nowhere. You're safe. So Xing them up, Xing them up works great. But a wheel shock in one strap yeah. would work too, right? Two. That's yeah. But I think uh, if you're on Route 75 from Detroit, I would say that that, <laughs> that that system. 
You'd want that yeah. from. It's not. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not arguing the fact that that doesn't work, but I just think that little thing, a wheel chock or a thing to hold that front wheel, is going to help you a little. Bit. I usually put two in the back too. I mean, yeah. if I'm going a long, long distance, I put two in the back in case the front two fail. And if I, if you have four like that, they and they're like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, uh, to your point, if people have them straight down. Right, so like the bike can move this way, but if you have two in the back that are like this and two in the front that are like this, so they're both tensioned, pulling the bike in one area, then that probably will help quite a bit. Absolutely. But if you just have them straight like this, two in oh, the front, no, yeah. they're always at an angle, like, yep. like you said, a triangle. Yeah, yeah. Triangles, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's all about the triangles. The only problem with the older scooters is that the front fender always sticks out further than, than the, the bike. tire. Yep. So right. the tire choke definitely helps a lot to push the bike and the tire further from, yes. the, from right. the fender. Absolutely. Gonna fuck yeah. it oh, yeah. really I think scooters are a whole different gig, too, because you usually don't have a handlebar to strap to. you got plastic mm-hmm. and other and yeah. things and yeah. all kinds of shit. And so there's a lot of motorcycles. The Indian, your Vulcan, your Drifter. So your drift, there's a lot of motorcycles that have a lot of extra valances, a lot of body work on right, them. Right, right. And you got to be real careful because on a lot of those bikes, the chalk, right, the chalk can actually hit your fender. Right. And then the other angle you got to be careful of is your fucking brake rotors. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah, And yeah. nobody thinks about that. So if you guys don't mind for one second, I'm going to go grab a, a training aid, okay. a graphic what do you get? I've always thought maybe like a set of turnbuckles that that go right to your foot pegs. So not strappies, but like those little turn turnbuckles. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a hook that goes over. Like you set your bike in there. You have a thing right here and here, and a turnbuckle goes over each foot peg, and then you crank them down. And now it's not a strap that can break. And, and when you're holding your foot pegs, it's not going anywhere. I mean, I know that's a great there's, idea. There's actually. a way of doing the loop on, on the handlebars. I, I I prefer using at least for the for the best or for my L state the Canon. Just the, the, the Canyon dancers. Canyon Those are dancers. Really good, yeah. they're, I mean, they're but really soft. Technically, it's called a bar harness. The I, guy who created go. it will get angry if you call it a yeah. canyon dancer. I, I finally got good straps, and like they have a yeah. thing where the you know the hooks down here, and you wrap a thing around right. the bar and then come down. Right. Is that what you're talking about, or different? No, so, these are. Uh, I don't know how to. They actually go over the hand grips. Right. Yeah, oh, there's, oh, there's, yeah, there's yeah, cups, yeah. and you put them on both sides, and you, the strap kind of goes. Okay. Through, so through them. Kind of yeah. 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 Okay. So you pull them the other way. Yeah. I did my way. first oil change on the Vespa mm-hmm. on Sunday and tied it down on the lift. I'm like, nothing to tie it to but the hand grips. Yeah. You know, tied yeah. it down. Then the next day I watched a video to see if I did it right. And I'm like, yeah. Yep. You <laughs> got away with it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We've no. seen a lot of, in, in the rallies, I had a friend of mine that used the ratchety ones mm-hmm. on the. Handlebars on the yep. Vespa. And? Mm. Oh, it snaps. It snaps. It just snaps the whole thing. So, and that's oh. a real <laughs> dangerous oh. thing. Yeah, that's oh, that's for real. Like and yeah. the, the BMWs, too, you can't do it. You can't strap to the um, the bars anyway because of yeah. the, the front suspension. Right. doesn't work the same way. You have to yep. go to right below. Yep. You oh. go to the bottom of the triple. Right. Yep. So here's right, what John was right. talking about. Thank you, John. You'll be happy to know that your idea has earned a company millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, so Risk Racing <laughs> and a couple of other companies do this awesome system, especially for dirt bikes, where all you do is you put this bit of e-track in the bottom of your vehicle, and then you pull your dirt bike in, and you load the suspension up on the dirt bike, mm-hmm. right? And so this thing's got two cam adjusters on it real quick that you operate and all you do is you literally pull your bike in the back of your truck. You get up you on the pegs. you stand on those fucking things. Yes. Yeah. You get up on the pegs and you, you bounce so you it. And it locks it, it in. The, oh, that's right. cool. Yeah. You lock it in. Yeah. And these things are solid 
fucking gold. Um, they I've never work seen great, that before. And it is, it is the answer. If you want a really good way to tie your bike in without putting tons of tension, because remember, dirt bikes have really squishy front suspension. We don't want to be bottoming that out yeah. to get our, our thing. Um, there is a ghetto version. This is the ghetto version. <laughs> that's the John version. Yeah, that's the ghetto that's version. That's what he was right talking there. about. Yep. So there's the ghetto version using just chain and carabiners. They still have a chalk, yep. though, in the front. Yep. And then here's another uh, essentially poor man's version of the same thing, right? And so that idea, that works really good using the pegs. And if you look in the history of motorcycling, there are several different versions of the same concept of putting tension downward on the pegs. Because pegs are strong enough to hold my fat ass right. when I'm hitting bumps and shit. So it can absolutely hold your motorcycle what's in the back of your truck. Your one customer that owns the cheese thing. That guy's big. And the pegs don't break. So if it can hold that, then It can sure. hold any goddamn thing. Right. And then this one is the another one. So yeah. Thing. The cheese yeah, thing. Yeah. So puzzled. that idea of coming in off the pegs is a really, really good idea. That one's called bike binders with a Z because it's punk rock and it's Z. But you'll see that the, the piece it goes into is just an E-track cleat. So it's just a single uh, piece of E-Track. Now, if you want to be ghetto, you can just use there a fucking is. turnbuckle. Oh, There's your right? thing, John. So if yeah. you want to just use a turnbuckle, you can do that too. But they used a box underneath it. Yeah, they so put a box underneath the it. Box down. Exactly. You got it. Because then you don't have to worry about hitting a giant bump and right. your suspension compressing yeah. too much. You're yeah. good. So, yeah. yeah. So that's a great idea, and that's a really, really good way to approach it. If you have something like a dirt bike and you want to tie it in, super cool. It yeah. might be. Johnny it's kind of going to have to be kind of customized for your. That's be something like right. you do for your bike. Right. You get it all set up, so your bike is just clicked in to do. So I so. pick up like I am love all serve all. I'm United Colors of Benetton when it comes to picking up motorcycles. So this is a very funny wheel chalk. Uh, these are harder than you can imagine to find. You'll notice that it swoops down. Okay. Yeah, it it's avoids, got a it's got a knuckle in it. It avoids the stoppies. Right. So the idea behind this is it gives you room for your fucking brake rotors. So it's wide enough you can get your tire in, but the brake rotors aren't necessarily hitting. Would you guys like to hear a cautionary tale? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so customer brings his Ducati motorcycle into my shop one time, and of course it's a Ducati motorcycle. So everything on the motorcycle is the perfect amount of metal mm -hmm. there is no extra mo metal on a mo ducati motorcycle we checked and none of it's cheap no right it's and like it's all magnesium made out of angel hair right, yeah, right exactly right, yeah. <laughs> so every piece of metal on ducati is the most expensive piece of metal ever ever right and so this bike comes in with its floating rotors floating rotors and all that just means is there's a series of little fucking hockey pucks right that go all the way around and is the idea is if there's all the hockey pucks are present the rotor stays where it's supposed to be, but the rotor can move laterally left and right. Right. So you don't so, get warp, warping rotors. Exactly. Right. So instead of instead of one or two slide points, right. now you have 10 slide At points least. to, to yeah. get all hung up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. What, was wrong with the, what was wrong with the floating caliper? Or do well, you have to have both? As we all know. Ducati has to make it more complicated. Well, as we all know, what was wrong with the floating caliper was that Honda proved very early in their history that things stop floating pretty quickly. Especially if it goes in mud right. or water exactly. or salt. Right. So the idea is with floating rotors, you can tap them, and if they sound like a pocket full of loose change, that's those little discs. Those little discs are doing their job. Everything is free. Everything is moving the way it should. And if your bike is 10 years old and it hasn't been maintained right, they stop floating, and then you start 
getting wavy rotors and right. overheated brake pulsating pads and everything else, night, pulsating yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. So, but here's the thing about floating rotors. Well, in the interest of making the motorcycle wheel lighter and going for a lower unsprung weight, mm-hmm. they've made these rotors that it used to be you couldn't bend a fucking brake rotor. Oh yeah. With a deuce and a half. <laughs> well, now if you put a brake rotor into a normal wheel chalk and you give at it with the ratchet straps, oh, you can bend the ludicrous mother out of that rotor. Like, so this dude brought his uh, Ducati in here with his Brembos, and uh, that was cool. And he brought it in. He saved some money on the shipping, and he we wheeled it off the trailer. And as I'm taking it off the trailer out of the back of the pickup truck, the bike was going. Huh. Oh no. And I was like, that's not normal. (laughs) And so then I was like, okay. So I was trying to push it in the service department. The bike was, and I looked down and I could see the rotors doing their best Pringles impersonation. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, dude, 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 dude. What? Your rotors are fucked. Yeah. What do you mean they're fucked? They're fucked. Define fucked. Fucked. I'll roll it. You look at them. And if you can come up with any other word other than fucked, I'll be here listening. Did he say cupped? No. He said (laughs) fucked. Okay. So I rolled the bike while he looked at it, and they were just like, and they were bottoming the pads out. Because when you have floating rotors, you have stationary calipers. Oh, yeah. And it's the pad that moves, which is a good way to find when you got air bubbles in your system. Mm. Because that that pad moving will find all the air bubbles Mm -hmm. because you won't have any brakes. Oh. Because then when you try to use the brake, the pads are all pushed in. Right. So when you got a wavy rotor in a system with a static mounted caliper, the rotor pushes the pads out of the way. Right. So when the kid runs out in front of you, the first pump does nothing. Uh, The first pump moves the pads in a little bit. They're still not even hitting the rotors yet. It takes two or three good pumps to make the bike stop. It's like you just did a brake job and you haven't quite pumped them up yet. Exactly. Because that wavy rotor has pushed the pads back out of the way. So I explain the situation to the guy and he's not too happy about it. And then he somehow blames us (laughs) because I helped him get it off the truck. Obviously. And And you pushed it. When you pushed it, you probably broke it. And then I pointed to his wheel chocks, which did not have the... Aforementioned, yeah, not. If, if you go to the Harbor Freights, they actually go this way. They go the other way. <laughs> That's right. And so what he'd done is he'd managed to fit his front wheel in the wheel chock and then keep adding tension until those brake rotors fit in too. Yeah. <laughs> so he squeezed his brake rotors all the way into the wheel chock, which is super not good for them. And uh, they were fucked. And you know what? Do you know how much uh, Ducati brake rotors are? Not cheap. Fucking expensive. It was crazy how expensive that shit was. And Can't you just straighten them out for me? That was the first question, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He said, can't you just straighten them out for me? And I went, you don't know anything about metal, do you? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they were, they were proper fucked. I'll yeah. take them off. You straighten them out. I'll, I'll put, put them, them back, back on again. <laughs> you know what's better than a floating brake rotor? Uh, a full floater suspension. A full floater suspension. <laughs> yeah, baby. So, yeah, that's why you don't use certain wheel chocks. Like, in certain wheel chocks, be fucking careful. If those wheel chocks can pinch your rotors, if your rotors are anywhere near hitting that metal, abort, abort, abort. Throw some fucking wood in there. Put some dunnage in there. Get the wheel back. Tie it in. Make sure that no part of the tension from the tie-down strap is working against your rotor. 
You know, I just this this whole discussion just made me realize there's one benefit to having a big 36 inch front wheel bagger. Mm. You don't have to deal with getting your rotors pinched in a wheel. You mean truck. like that? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have yeah, to worry enough, about man. it. True enough. <laughs> that is totally true. That's the one advantage yeah. of having that front yeah. wheel. Thirty twos on the front. <laughs> Big <laughs> fucking giant redonkulous motorcycle. There is no chance of hitting that rotor. Nope. I think yeah, I'm a rotor. That's but you also <laughs> you also can't get that bike into the back of anything without it high centering. No, or so stopping yeah, actually stop, anytime. Yeah, yeah. I was fortunate enough to grab a bunch of four inch uh, U channel from mm-hmm. my dad's garage, yep. so it's four inches wide. Yep. It's a channel. Perfect. And if you take any section of that, and yep. you could just take a section of it and mount it to the front of your bed. Absolutely. And when your tire hits that, it's not That's going a wheel left. chalk. That's a wheel chalk. Yep. It goes yeah. left. If you want to make an L, like right. cut it partway and then bend it and make yep. it a 90, then the Even front better. and bottom of your wheel will yeah. go in that, and you can put that on anything. Yeah. You're super duper secure at that point. I took a rail of that and made a 90 at the end of it, which mm-hmm. would hold the front, and put that on my stupid uh, motorcycle jack, the one that... <laughs> Has to normally go up and hit the bottom of the bike somewhere where you have a oh, yeah, yeah and shit where there's no flat place for it. You really mean an work. ATV jack. Yeah. 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 But if you put a rail on that and then you put the bike on that, well, now the bike's already up off the ground. That's it's right. not, oh, yeah. The jack doesn't have to go halfway up before it hits the bike. Well, now yeah. you can jack the bike up to like workable height. Right. Yeah. It's sketchy. It's a little tippy. Yep. But yeah, as you can see in the picture, there's something wrong with that picture. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's not There's good. something wrong with that picture. And there's actually something wrong with that picture within an inch or so right because you know if you tie that bike in you can see that there's an inch of sunshine in front of that front tire and when you tie that bike in that whole tire is going to move forward that wheel chuck's going to get pinched on that arm and that don't let the people at max toe or whatever the fuck it is try to tell you that's not just a fucking 29 dollar harbor freight wheel chuck because that's exactly <laughs> what it is i got three of those motherfuckers um that's what that bike is you well know, no the harbor the harbor freight one is yeah. even worse because like you know, like when you buy the cheap easy ups and they yeah. have the pincies and you put them together. Yep. That thing is pincies. Like yeah. it's like the little metal things that you push. So there's in. the Harbor Freight one. Yeah. Yeah. There's the Harbor Freight one. And it's not terrible. We all know that one. I mean, like that's got me out of some jams before. But you can do a lot with but, a little. But that I was like the, that right there. Yeah. Yeah. That was the expensive Harbor Freight yes, one. Have is. you seen the nine dollar one? It's terrible. It's worse it than worse yeah, than $9? that. It's a nine dollar wheel. It's a chuck. loop. It's the same thing you use to hang your garden hose on the wall. Yeah, it's made out <laughs> of. It's made like like when you you can take it in your right hand and go yeah, crush it and bend Absolutely. it. It's crazy. Totally crush it. Yeah, it's it like that's that's what that is. But anyway, getting away from that, just you know, ch- tire shocks. Shit's important, man. You know, you're tying your bike in. Like you like, could do it with wood, though. I mean, put a throw a piece of plywood and put two two by fours yeah. beside your wheel, absolutely, and it'll keep yeah. it straight. You're right. Like, You're absolutely right. Oh yeah, if you like fucking messing around with tree carcasses, that's what you do. Like if you like dicking around with dead trees and stuff, you look, totally can look, do that. Look, there shit. it is. The this the second one, second row, one? second. Yep, one right it has a pincy. See the top? Yeah. It's like fucking terrible. That is really designed to fuck you up. But that's for again, a moped if you have a moped feel free to buy that yeah. right that might that's work true. for the right. moped yeah if you got an inboard drum brake right I was gonna say <laughs> <Safe> enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. drum <laughs> brake good to go but if you have anything sexy that has a fender you don't want anything to do with that that's a fucking nightmare dude you, that's a bad idea that is just awful so economy anyway. it's an economy wheel chuck economy wheel chuck so if you have a forty thousand dollar motorcycle yeah. you probably need a little it's like bit. i like their term economy hitch carrier what's wrong with putting <laughs> the bike diagonally in the back of your pickup truck and, and that's perfect and in and the corner stick it in the corner yeah. you're okay yep. with that absolutely yeah. cool with that except for make sure you got triangles on the left side there's all kinds of triangles for you to work with you can get that left handlebar over to any of the tie downs on the left side of the truck on the right side yeah. you're kind of fucking hating it Backwards. there's not a lot of choice so if you've stuffed your 
front wheel of your motorcycle into the front right corner of your pickup truck. You got the side stand down or not. I don't care. Over on the right, there's not a lot of shit to tie into because going to the front right corner of your bed, it's straight in line with your headlight. So there's not a lot of that. So the bike will really resist going to the right. There's not a lot to keep it from going to the left. So you got to get into the right rear corner of the, the, the bed to tie that to the back frame of the bike, which I've done a thousand times. It's not a problem. It's just not perfect. I keep them straight. Let the tailgate fly in the wind. It's more American. Uh, makes the truck faster. Gets, improves your miles per gallon. <laughs> Mythbusters proved it. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. We don't need that shit. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. So there you have it. Uh, anybody else got anything else? Well, what did Nick send us about that that scooter or something that was 150 miles per charge or something? I didn't see the picture of it. But are you in? Yeah, I, I no, sent that. Sent did it. you send it? What so is what it? is it? What's it called? I can't remember. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, come Jesus. on now. It, it, it's Early only going to be dimension. available in India initially. So, well, but they're saying no, like 250 kilometers per charge. Okay, that's okay. a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is. Top speed of about 60 miles an hour. That's kind of a lot, too. That's totally yeah. usable in most gentlemen's situations. Right. Like, that's cool. All right, so yeah, 4.8 kilowatt battery, which is not small. That's pretty good. That's... Bigger than Zero's single battery, but way bigger, way smaller than their double. Uh, so yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, we'll get some information here. Uh, oh yeah, that's a uh, wow. That is a uh, that is ugly. I'll give you that. <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm going to acknowledge that that is okay. Two things. I just watched a movie recently called Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> And there was a phrase that they used in the movie when they talked about the guy, uh, Ben Stiller was in a movie called Simple Jack. Mm -hmm. And one of the other, one of the other, uh, one of the other artists in the play said, you made the mistake. Mm -hmm. You never go full retard. Right. And what I have to say is. And that guy was a white guy playing. uh, That was Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Taking some chances. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best way to say it. He had a signed letter from Morgan Freeman saying he was okay to do that. He had a pretty hefty suntan. (laughs) He had an actual signed letter from Morgan Freeman saying, I've read the script and I approve. Okay. No, he didn't. I made that shit up. I don't <laughs> fucking know. He did. He's fucking Robert Downey Jr. It's the man. internet, man. It, is. it was the perfect time for yeah. making that movie yeah. and, and him pulling it off. Yeah. I don't yeah, think he could exactly. do that anymore. He got away with it. There was like a five-minute window. <laughs> he slid <laughs> right in. God, and yeah. nailed it. That was a tail He's hook fucking Iron Man. You can't fuck with If he Iron ever goes man. to run for public office, though, it'll be held against him. It will okay, be. Okay, one. Yeah. He's Robert Downey Jr. And I was alive when he was fun. And when Less he was fun. Zero. When he was fun, him and Charlie Sheen. Set oh, new records. Oh, yeah. Right. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. So exactly how long of a line? You know, what's the most snorf you've ever sneefed? <laughs> yeah. What's the most sneef you've ever snorfed in meters? You don't want to know you from those guys. You don't want to be those two guys. So this is the simple one, by the way. The simple one. Is the I mean, I know we're kind of dancing around the, the thing. It's called the simple one. So first of all. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way that those stats are right. It's called the simple one, Steve. <laughs> So it's, they don't have to worry because nobody's ever going to buy one. It's slightly better than the dong. Again, <laughs> if you want to create something, 
and never have to produce it. Right. Just name it something like that. Yeah. The impotent 250 was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run down to the store and buy a flaccid 100. I was going to say the flaccid 150. The flaccid 150. Yes. Yes. That's what it is. The fat girl 350 <laughs> didn't sell a single one. Although gorditas. Gordita. Uh, fuck. I mean, I'm still mad about that. All right. An acne. Never eat another. An acne. Exactly. Bacne. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the new Kimco Bacne. Three Fuck stars. You. Three stars. Yeah. <laughs> so the simple one will be B-O, launched in the India. The BO 350. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is an electric scooter with a range of apparently 240 kilometers in eco mode. Important safety tip. On a lot of these electric scooters, eco mode is 11 miles per hour. Right. It's, so, it's bike lane. Yeah. It's bike lane it is mile. It's not even bike lane. Right. It is being passed by an old grandma on a foot scooter. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing those fucking Heelys. Yeah. Nice Heelys. <laughs> I saw they have Heelys in adult sizes now. And I'm going to tell you, the reason they didn't have Heelys in adult sizes before is I looked at that and I was like, I've always wanted those. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, head injuries are a bitch at my age. Yeah. Yeah. Those would kill more people than COVID. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you remember the great Heelys outbreak of 2021? <laughs> we offered them an immense 14. We'll never do that again. The best. The they're better. selling well at nursing homes. No, but I was about to say the better thing would be like wheelies that have a remote, and you don't tell the people they're wheelies until you hit the until fucking you load remote. Them up. <laughs> yeah, until you load them up. Yeah, that's a good one. So anyway, the, the simple one, which I do. By the way, I have to call attention to the fact that the simple one, the simple one. Is, is the Mark II. <laughs> they call it Corky. It's the simple one Mark II. <laughs> Wait, Mark one. What was yeah. What happened to the indestructible the first? Fell apart. <laughs> 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 so that's the simple one Mark II. So apparently the simple one Mark One right. was oh. a real fucking sales success. Steve, that would be the perfect name for your new boat. Indestructible two. The indestructible two. Exactly. That's a good name. The unsinkable two. Yes. What happened to the first one? (laughs) The first one was a simple point five. The simple one. Right. 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 The simple. The simple one. Mark two. (sighs) Again, I'll say it. Math is hard. Math is hard. And you know what? They don't have to worry because I, I, the only place I would ride that is drunk and naked at mid-Ohio. So it's fair. I mean, that's it. I'm not going to spend that much money for a joke. So it's safe. Right. It's okay. But it does it does claim to have a 4.8 kilowatt lithium-ion battery pack. You know, and it has a claimed range of claims to speed of. It can accelerate from 0 to 50 kph in 3.6 seconds, which that's 35 miles per hour. Well, 30 miles per hour. So 30 miles per hour in 3.6 seconds. That's not that's slow. That's pretty fast. You know, that's that's pretty good. So that's all cool. Anyway, uh, anything important? It has 4G connectivity. What? Yeah. Anyone sitting at the table who understands the way science works, it does not have 4G connectivity. It does not. Does so, it have a SIM card slot? It doesn't have 4G connectivity. <laughs> okay. It can have a cellular mode. It can have a cellular phone going into it, and it can be Wi-Fi, and it can be Bluetooth. No, what it means Bluetooth. is what it means is it if you're riding it, point oh, and they're calling Let's just say what it is. Yeah, or if you're on it, four right. Goombas might show up and take <laughs> you. <out. laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's a, there's a lot of like throwing words around in this copy. So it's like, yep. Yeah, all right. So that's cool. Wait, what it. is, what is the live TV? Are they saying that you could go live on something there? What is that? Well, it's a, that's a quote. So you click on that and it'll be the TV interview of a guy from India telling you, oh. you know, speaking in English, you can't understand about a bike that probably isn't going to exist as he's talking about it and whatever. Right. And there you go. Uh, but I will say that the link on the iCube, no shit, this is another disaster, iCube, um, we got to have a talk about square mirrors, we got to have a talk about just in general. There's only one bike in the world that can make a PC-800 look beautiful. We found it. Yeah. That thing is fucking ugly. Dude, that is truly, that is hideous. That's an ugly motorcycle. That hurts me. What? Hoffer probably loves it. That bike? Yeah. That right no. there. That scooter no. right no, there. No, I don't. Laying no, in front of the, the PC-800. No, but like I'm saying. Steve took a stroll on his PC-800 today. That that bike pulls up next to a PC-800, and the PC-800's like, Tierra, bitch, yeah. I won. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve, yeah. what's, what's your score to that bike? Yeah. Don't you love it? The fender's ugly. It's, the lights are ugly. It's a mess. The bike's the a mess. The ass is ugly. The bike's a mess. The angle's <laughs> wrong on the floorboards. They have, stars. They have a bike Three that stars. looks like a Q-tip, and they gave it square, square mirrors. So whatever, yeah. You don't go to India for your styling. Nope. No. Enough said. Yeah, did, I, did, enough. I, did I tell you guys I saw... I, I give it no rating. No rating. <laughs> oh, that's it was the worst low. bike ever, negative three stars. <laughs> I uh, I saw a Pan America in the wild. Oh, you did? Yep. Oh, that's great. I got passed by... My doctor's a, office. No, I was I was riding my bike. It was, I was next ri- to three garbage cans. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, man, I was on my Z900. I was on a ride just doing my thing. Right. And across me was a Pan America. Yeah. It was a black one. It wasn't the, the gold or it wasn't the orange and orange whatever. And black it was, it was the black, black, black right? all the black. black, 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 and black. Steve's black. new rating system will not give you stars. It will give you garbage cans. One <laughs> garbage can, two, gar- two garbage cans. That's three garbage, garbage cans. cans. Yep. But, I, uh, I dig that. It, it hauled off in front of me and I couldn't hear it. It's very quiet. It's not a, it's not Harley-esque, as they would say. At this point, to not like the Panamera. Or is it Panamerica? I think Panamerica, I think. I keep confusing it with the Porsche. Yeah, that's yeah, Panamera, okay. right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, to not like the Panamerica, you would have to be the most marketing-resistant motherfucker. Yeah. Like, we're talking about, like, D- Ted Kaczynski levels of <laughs> not paying attention to shit. Like right. you've got to be the guy who's literally like wiping your ass with coconut husks, right? To not at this point just be proximally in love with a Pan America, just because every journalist in the world was sucking his dick. Yeah, hundred percent. I get it. it. And you know what? I haven't ridden one yet, so I have no basis for opinion whatsoever. Didn't we see this thing like three years ago at the motorcycle? We did, show? and it's like it was behind glass. It was vaporware. vaporware yeah. Well, vaporware. now I, one has actually been seen in the wild. I've seen in the wild, which is I, better than we could say for the live wire. No, but I did get on forty twenty two. No, no, there's live wires out there. Show me who. Where did, have you seen a live? Oh, wire? not here. Yeah, not in no, not in no. Oh, are you no. fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, Look, but I've seen we've got a level two charger out front, which is basically live wire repellent because they can only charge <laughs> at level three. Yeah. Like they see a level two and they just hate us. Yeah, yeah. The but, one that uh, I did see live, actually yesterday, was a uh, Nikon. Oh, you saw a Nikon. I saw here oh, wow. yesterday. Yeah. driving on for a. And your hands automatically do the, like. Yeah, I was like, you immediately were like, eat shit. Yeah. But, yeah. but I don't know. The, I mean, this could be attributed to the rider or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got onto four twenty two together. Right. Yeah. And I I gave it a little juice. Right. 
And he was with me, and then right. I gave it a little more juice, and he was yeah. with me, and then I gave it more juice, and he was no longer with right. me. Right. That was yeah. it. Well, I mean, it's, it's a 1,200 and some odd cc motorcycle. And I'm on a 900 cc motorcycle. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. They both go well over 100 miles per hour. I'm sure, but I got there faster. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at some point, he was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That right. was it. Did he have all the boxes on it? No, this was a naked, was naked one. Naked. <gasps> naked. A naked Pan America? Yeah. Oh, my stars. Was wow, that's something. Off? <laughs> <laughs> you could see the but, parts of the motorcycle but, but you're here, never supposed here to see. Here was the interesting part, right? Yeah. So when you see most adventure bikes, yeah. what do you see? That's <laughs> the cops <laughs> calling you about the trash can bike. <laughs> uh, exactly, yeah. All right. but yeah. When, okay, when they you, found my bike. It's at the scrapyard. Can you go, can you go get it? Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, you had your one. Right. And I need it for this weekend. <laughs> but this was interesting so on the bike when right. you when you see an adventure bike what do you usually see you see all the the climb gear and yeah, all you this see stuff, the climb right? gear and a bunch of aluminum boxes this guy had harley davidson gear on. oh he was fully oh. orange and black orange and black ah! the whole way down <laughs> i'm suspecting he was a spokesman from the motor company i don't know yeah. i'm just saying yeah. well like, there you go man. i think when he sold him the bike they were like and by the way for an extra Did he have conchos on his boots? No. <laughs> was he wearing big fuck off boots with no, big conchos? No, but I'm telling side? you, I'm yeah. telling you, what they're doing yeah. is they partner with somebody and they said for only nine dollars more a month on your payment, right? You can have this. The gear. Yeah. We'll give you the Harley Davidson riding right. gear. Right. It's right. essential. Yeah. Yeah. It's Aero Stitch, but it's made you, in Milwaukee and it only you comes in orange and you black. You don't want anybody to think you're riding a BMW, no. do you? you no. Please emblazon no. the Harley thing on your no. back, right? Yeah, no, there's like they they the license plate brackets that say it's not a bmw, BMW. right that's it yeah that's that's harley's biggest obstacle at this right. point we built the world's most cutting edge motorcycle that can go like adving yeah and we want to make sure number one don't anyone let it think it's a bmw yeah if bmw was smart they'd put styrofoam cylinders yeah out and the they'd size. put them that you could stick to every harley you saw well, so you could just see a bunch of Pan Americas and just stick those cylinders on the sides. I heard a feature. I heard. I heard a, I heard a new cry. feature, a new update that they had is when they heard a German accent. Ah, a Confederate flag pops out. Pops out, out the back and plays Dixie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. German. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what though? They did say our friend uh, Chris Ashmore from the yeah. Cafe Racer podcast. He said that when he was riding a BMW, that there's a button that you can press if the bike breaks down, and mm -hmm. black helicopters will show up and pick your bike up. <laughs> I wonder if on the Pan America, there's a button you can press, and a rusty Dodge pickup truck will show up. <laughs> it was a guy's hey, a going on with tow bike. <laughs> no, an actual tow truck with no capacity with at all. No capacity <laughs> actual tow mater will show up. Oh, yeah. shit. So, me and Mike... Um, Mike, me and Mike rode a couple weeks ago, yeah. right? Wait, right. Chris. What? Correct the English, please. Come on. Settle down. <laughs> but anyways, we rode, and we were sitting there. We were having lunch. We rode a couple hundred miles, whatever, 100 miles. We were having lunch, and all of a sudden, it was uh, in Burton or somewhere out there, yeah. and we got passed by Lightning McQueen, Tomater, and and all this stuff. And it was part of, like, somebody all has, like, Pixar cars? Yeah, but they were real. <laughs> but they were real? They were driving by. They had like a car show apparently. Okay. But it was so awesome. We're just sitting we had no idea it was happening. So I'm just sitting there having a beer and I look over and Tom Mater drives by. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then fucking Lightning McQueen drives by. That's the cool thing now. Hillbilly's doing like white guys all over America are like, how can I make my car look like a cartoon character? 
Oh yeah. Stop! You were already being accused of being a pedophile. <laughs> now your fucking car looks like a Disney Pixar character. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't make my bike look like the little goddamn mermaid without getting the wrong kind of attention. Stupid! I got a fucking scooter that looks like Chewbacca. Right. Children yeah. are asking to hug it. I'm on thin ice here, man. Right. You now, can't be you like, like I got the car looks like Lightning McQueen. Right. That's so, not to talk to old men. Right. Yeah. You, you have been questioned about asking kids to see your job at a hut, though. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Hey, hey. <laughs> Speaking of hairy assholes, <laughs> the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships, and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild, a wild and hairy bush. <laughs> Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code Cleveland Moto. Actually, one million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine because because Steve Hoffert <laughs> refuses to do anything about the shrubs in front of his house. <laughs> his neighbors are like, "Dude, yeah. you're hurting our resale value." <laughs> His like, neighbors are like, God damn, do you even have a porch? Who knows what's peeking through his bushes? You know what? They said about having a nice trim, like nice trim topiary in front of your house. What does it do? It keeps the prowlers at bay. They can't hide and look in your Curb windows. appeal. Curb appeal. <laughs> Nothing beats curb appeal. Nothing provides curb appeal like a sh freshly shorn scrotum. I'm looking forward to a few prowlers. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on all the prowlers you can handle. So, yes, my friends, if you enjoy listening to the Cleveland Moto Podcast, because guess who, who got actually picked up? Who? By Manscaped. Us? Yeah. yeah. They're going to give us money. Hey, right here's the, there's the, right there's there. the thing. There's the thing. In case you were wondering, my God, they're actually going to give us, they're going to pay us to keep doing this dumb, dumb, dumb shit. Excellent. I know. Uh, talk about a world-class dismount into a post-quarantine world. The, this package is the perfect package for your package and peak performance in whatever sport you desire. Nice. I love that one. That's that a, good a good one. one. I like that. Their rating has gone up a notch. Can you can you read the female one, though? Oh, shit. You want me to? I, we have to. Okay, all right. Let me go look for it. I'll go find it real quick. Yeah, they do. Well, well, they no, do. They do. They have a female read, though. So, like, yeah. for a like, lady oh, podcast. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. more for, like, a lady podcast oh, where, like, you're trying right. to convince your yeah. man to trim down the bush so you can yeah. get to the meat. So, not the, the clamscape no, You're the Clamscape. Again, we haven't heard any feedback no. on Clamscape. I think we got to sit on that. I do. I do. Ah. Yeah. I like the other ones. Uh. Well, you like <laughs> Ku Klux Clanscape? <laughs> oh, no. I, like I, thought, I thought Ku Klux Clanscape was a very good opportunity. It was. <laughs> right. Too much. Man. When you're peeking behind the sheets, it's good to see the meat. <laughs> right. And Ku Klux Clanscape. <laughs> we just broke Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners at home, we just made a Mexican spew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happened. Uh, yeah, so that's how, that's how that goes. You know what? The female the female copy wasn't that great. So oh, okay. I think it was the one we read before about the beach bod thing. Oh, but yeah. I like the Olympics one. I really like the Olympics one. That's yep. my favorite one. The dismount so, is brilliant. Speaking of the Olympics, right? Yeah. So they took that the runner's trophy away, be, or she can't go to the Olympics because she smoked weed. 
But they want to add skateboarding to the Olympics. Exactly. Damn. The How only sport you can't do unless you're high. <laughs> no. It's like they're gonna do they're gonna be like, ladies and gentlemen, twenty twenty two, skateboarding. And all the contestants have weights now legal. <laughs> yeah. right. That's exactly <laughs> they'll the be an official is that, that they're designated a performance enhancing drug. For skateboarding, can confirm. It just takes well, just a, for <laughs> snowboarding, can, can confirm. confirm. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you that I can't snowboard unless I'm 100 percent fucking medicated. Yeah. 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 I just think you know, like your employer should be like, it's a performance enhancing drug. If you'd like to enhance your performance here, yep. work, go right. <laughs> yeah. Ahead. Right on. Dude, I learned about coffee. You know that coffee wasn't in this country till 16 like 90 or something. Really? NPR. Yeah. NPR. It was just tea. No, nothing. They no, had nothing. Yeah, there was tea. Like, well, yeah. no, not yeah. in the no. states. Oh, not in the states. Okay, in fact, right. yeah, ch- children were fed hard. And chocolate also. Yep, children were fed hard mead and cider because it was safe because it didn't have dysentery in it until 1690 when they brought coffee and tea in, <laughs> and then in like 18 something there was a silk tie manufacturer. Who, the same yeah, you heard it. And so, like, they were like, you know, the war happened, and then no, like, they couldn't get any of the guys to make these intricate ties, so they brought women in. And they could do it, but they got tired after four hours. Okay. So one of the women were like, well, if you let us have some coffee and tea, we'll do better. Yes, you they, will. And so they said, well, we'll try it. And so they did, and the production went up like 100%. Of course it the did. State, and that was the first coffee break ever in the United States. <gasps> get out of here. 100%. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's but, cool. But here's the fucked up thing. Yeah. 95% of the people in this country... Yeah. Have, have their baseline who they are is on dr- they're a caffeinated people yeah. so they don't can't know. confirm right can, so they don't yeah, you don't confirm. know what you are as a non-drugged person so even though the teetotaler religious people that go I've done and, it right i've done a lot of time with and no even coffee. if you stop drinking coffee now all you know is what you're like in remission Right, because exactly. you, also true. You yeah. still yeah. don't know. You when, have to wait a long time before you actually went. What back did the guy to say? Three months. Three, three months. months. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I've been a coffee enthusiast then since 1984. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a medical field grade of coffee. Right. Here's a tip from your uncle Phil. You want a free one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you got if you got a way to boil water, yeah, you're halfway there. The other thing you need is some coffee. You got some coffee? Mm-hmm. We're getting closer. Okay. Now, do you have a sock? Sure. Because now you are game on, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought so, you were going to say, do you have mescaline? Not that sock, I hope. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> the stiff the sock. Man, the, sock. <laughs> the happy sock. That's right, John. We call it the happy sock. Yeah. Don't don't, don't waste them motherfuckers on the floor. I was listening when Sergeant Waters yep. gave me this. That's right. The rule about the happy sock. So, But yeah, I was at a, we were at a rally. We are having good friends with our friends. You know, Jedi's. Jedi's find a way, right? And so we're at our friend Kyle's house, and we're all sitting around. We've been in the hot tub for about seven hours. <laughs> Shit was weird. I watched guys lay a guy lit a bottle rocket out of his dick. <laughs> but you can't. He did. Well, right? Dan will tell you that when we light bottle rockets, especially Ugh. giant packs of yeah. them, yeah. there's like a magma that comes out and yeah. lands on you, so it's yeah. not well, fun. It was actually like a piece of plastic. Yeah, or yeah. something, a plug or whatever. Yeah. Piece of plug. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. We had some fun. All right. Cervical plug? Oh, yeah. yeah we had, 
We, but, we went for the world record of uh, of, of uh, uh, bottle rockets on one run. Yeah, yeah. and they, they kind of caught on fire, but it worked pretty fucking well. <laughs> two, I saw the video. These two instantly turned into twelve year olds. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the way it turned. It got very scientific as soon as a burnsomatic torch was added. Yeah, yeah. God, that was a lot of fun. Though. As soon as the burnsomatic <laughs> came out, it was like, well, we don't need a lighter now. No, right. no, we can and get science. Well, more than that, we could light a lot more things faster, oh, yeah. fast. And then, you know, and well, as a kid, you get the punk. Yeah, you'd buy like a dozen bottle rockets, and they give you a punk. Yeah, no, and you're like, the fuck is this all about? Like, raise your hand if you know what a punk is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You guys all yeah, know yeah. it's an insect. It's incense. a fucking incense stick. Yeah. It's, it's an incense stick. It's an incense <laughs> stick <laughs> that doesn't now, smell good. That's a dick in West Virginia. So anyway, yeah, but, but John, just, John was bathing in flames. Yeah, it, was, it was a good right fucking on. night. Fucking Steve, cool. Sorry about your compound. It's called mind. a fountain. You got to take a bath. That's true. <laughs> it's true. What I can assure you is this particular evening, we were in the need of some seven o'clock in the morning coffee. Oh, yeah. Because the four o'clock in the morning cocaine had worn off. (laughs) (laughs) And as usual, there was no more four o'clock in the morning cocaine. Right. Because the four o'clock Charlie in the morning, Sheen cocaine, and fucking what's his face were there. They took it off. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Robert Downey Jr. made sure that. Yeah, right. Whatever the, whatever the Detroit version of that is. You were less than nine. <laughs> oh yeah, but the point is, there was a time when coffee was required, right. and so we were like, oh man, you know, coffee pot, coffee maker, coffee, whatever, none. Her father, Kyle's dad, yeah. Keith, who's dialed in like a motherfucker, he shows up and he's like, yeah, ain't no big deal. He comes back with a dress sock. <laughs> You know what I'm talking Used about. Used or new? I don't care. <laughs> Loads it full of mountain grown, right? Ties a knot in the top of it and summarily deep sixes it in a big pot of water, right? Like, one makeout session later, we had coffee. Yeah. Coffee, and it was good coffee. It wasn't bad coffee. This offends me a little bit because I like to make good cabin coffee, but that's okay. This was legit. And like, I dipped my mug in and I was like, this is going to taste like sock and ass. (laughs) (laughs) No sock. But were you in the mindset to know whether or not that was a good coffee or not? That's how you can tell it's good coffee. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Don't give a it's fuck. a sliding scale. <laughs> it's a sliding scale, dude. It's a sliding scale. There's like community college and state college right. and like fancy college. Right. And online college. <laughs> this was Arizona State University. Okay, Phoenix, whatever the hell. It, online school is perfect, man. We usually just use a paper towel. Paper towel. That's but the paper good. towel disintegrates. This I just saw the grounds in. Uh, again, picking Turkey. it out of your teeth, looking like you ate a bag of Oreos. Yeah, I don't, I don't, right. I like the taste of coffee grounds. Me too, but they picking them out of your teeth looks like yeah. you ate a bag of Oreos, <laughs> right? You know, you can't go to the dentist for like three weeks after that. So, but the sock was perfect and it worked perfect, and we were just like shocked at how well it worked. Unless it was nylon, and then like you know that was pretty nasty. It was nylon sock. But really? none of that came through in the flavor. Mm. No, no. All I got was mountain grown. Like, seriously, all I could picture was the last guy in Columbia growing coffee. <laughs> yeah. That, in fact, that whole evening was sponsored by Columbia. Yeah. Wanda <laughs> All of our money went to Columbia that night. Yeah. Go figure. That's it. Ta-da. So remember, guys, 20% off plus free shipping with the code ClevelandMoto at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ClevelandMoto. Yeah. That's so, so cool. So that was a 20-minute commercial, I hope you realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, do, we like to provide value. Do yeah. they have nail clippers? I don't know, but... 
Take that would be called the hacksaw. Okay, so what's funny <laughs> is like you see that p- that pile of shit right there that's on my screen. Yeah, you get you get the you get the cool Manscaped four point trimmer, right? It's very cool. You get the uh, the the harvester, the weed whacker, the weed whacker, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to call it the combine harvester, but that's a different. No, podcast. I got dude. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I, I got the combine harvester. Harvester. Okay. That's so I used to have I used to have like the man or man groomer or something, right? There's like this thing that's long and you can extend it to shave your back and all. Oh, that held a razor yeah so it's just a big long arm right. that held a regular I fucking, manual razor i fucking i i, right. I velcroed this motherfucker to that thing oh dude did you really now oh fuck yeah it's they call that the lonely guy 4.0 that's right because <laughs> i felt embarrassed to ask my you wife you have a wife i know but come on babe can you shave my back hair that's just yeah. not a thing you want to ask somebody to do yeah, okay, again, yeah. Like we said, the idea is you want to make the Honestly, off- you never know where that could go. <laughs> you want to make the off-limits areas on limits. I'm going to award you, yeah. That's well, I'm just it. saying, a stick and some Velcro can make that very much more functional for a lonely guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I wash my back with a sponge on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can you can tape the fucking land, lawnmower and to it. And about the weed whacker, I got to tell you, this is some good copy. Hang on, you're about to hear good copy. They've they've given me a little bit of copy here to help okay. me out. Yeah, bring it out. Do you copy? Copy, 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 copy. Roger, Roger. Lost one. This is lost three. Or you lost two. <laughs> All right. So the weed whacker, surely the weed you're not whacker serious, is also waterproof and uses a nine thousand RPM motor powered three hundred and sixty degree rotary dual blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Well done. <laughs> I'm captivated. <laughs> I'm complete. In a world plagued by nicks, snags, and cuts, there's Wait, only I'm- one trimmer that will do, and that's the weed whacker. Right. Well, yeah. I'm fascinated. Power your way through with 9,000 RPM. Yes. Of power. <laughs> with a 360 degree. Not rotation. since the grave digger has been this kind of torque <laughs> and horsepower in one implement for cleaning your ear holes, your nose holes, and your assholes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I think we're in. And if you're pretty disgusting, your dick hole, if you really need to shave that. <laughs> Yeah, as Chris would say. That's for the Bandscaper 4.0, or is that for the other thing? That's for the Weed Whacker. Oh, the Weed Whacker. The nose hole trimmer. Yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't make sense that the the Manscaper would be rotary. It would have to be linear. No, the the Manscaper's linear. 7,000 RPM. Yeah, baby. 2,000 less RPMs. And and a headlight. Can you do a whole shot with it? I'd do a whole shot after it. (laughs) (laughs) Before it! Woof. Oh, I'm only going to prison <laughs> once. That's it. That's it. But they give you the preserver and the reviver and all that crap too. So yeah. you know you smell nice, you know. The the crop preserver and the crop reviver ball toner. Ball toner. Ball toner. <laughs> Again. It's just funny. It is the water it based is. or and Chris is happy because we're no longer making anus jokes. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're way off the anus jokes. It's coming. Wait till, he, wait till he picks up his testicle 350. Three <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve. No, Steve. That's the testicular. Testicular. The testicular 350. <laughs> New from the folks that brought you. <laughs> the Janus. The Ku Klux Klanscape. <laughs> and Klanscape. It's the testicular 4.0. <laughs> It's an attachment. It's an attachment. It is the testicular 4.0. 
They should be paying us for these ideas. I know. Like, I, it, we have a set of rollers. <laughs> oh man this is so bad uh, okay uh dave aldana uh official uh man of the honor uh man of honor at the ama vintage days coming up yeah so that's cool uh very cool if oh, you ever yeah we since, like that since, since yeah. it was six hundred and sixty-five thousand degrees and we couldn't shoot a, um, a motor stories yes it was so yeah. after the podcast if everybody can hang out for like 10 minutes mm. I want to get everybody's top three things that they're bringing to mid Ohio. Yes, we're gonna make that's a that great up. idea. We're gonna just shoot that it real quick and make that awesome. a fucking. Ma- uh, I like that idea. Yeah, make that so, a motor story. Yep, that's yep. a really good idea, especially with it coming up like it is. Right. Um, what most of our podcasters don't know is I I dropped podcast number twelve. Oh, oh. number twelve. That's nice. Nice. That was my forty second birthday. Mm. So who who was on that? Dustin Shane. Uh, Brian Roach from the Red Riders Scooter Club, mm-hmm. Alex Kidd from the Red Riders Scooter Club, myself, and John was there. Oh, sweet. Yep, so we were all there. I should and listen to some of those old ones. I really it was like really that. fun. And we had done, that night we had done, because it was on Tuesday night, we used to do them after non-douchebag bike night. Mm-hmm. So we used to have an, a ride we called non-douchebag bike night, because <laughs> Wednesday night was... Quaker Steak and Lube. Oh, right, right, right. Douchebag Bike Night. Yeah, Yeah. so we decided we would have non-douchebag bike night, and we'd do our thing. (laughs) And so we did our thing. We went to uh, a bar called Close Quarters, which is impossibly tiny. I actually think Chris's Janus is bigger. Yeah. Then (laughs) Close Quarters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you could get wings sold to you by the Crypt Keeper. Uh, He's passed. He's no longer with us. He's, He's expired from this mortal coil but he used to make the best goddamn wings in a bar that not more than 16 people could enjoy at the same time sitting on laps yeah pretty much (laughs) and if you look on playboy magazine or forbes magazine the smallest bars in the world uh close quarters is always listed as like the number four number five smallest bar in the world so it's very cool. It never seems small to me. No. It always seems fun. It, it was always perfect. We always make it in there. You never have a place. To try. I never had a problem getting a seat. Yep. Never had yep. And getting service. It was, It's and it's like four blocks from my house. So it's one of those magic bars that you're just like, yeah, I don't feel like drinking my own beer tonight. What are you going to do? Walk that way. So you walk that way, you go down to close quarters. It's an impossibly tiny bar. And they did have insanely good wings and somehow they cooked them in that garage shed that we were in you know that that garden shed that is the bar so but yeah that was a it was a great night we'd had that evening we recorded the podcast in the garage whilst talking about like our that kz 1000 we bought that was going to be a you know bike build off bike and then we sold it when we realized we were going to build the cb750 instead because it was easier um yeah super fun all kinds of cool shit so it's a uh, podcast number 12 and that's from 2011 2011 yeah yep, so it's yep. a 10 year old podcast and since my birthday wasn't that long ago you know it's almost 10 years you know to the date to the day yeah right. so it's really fun and i listen to it it's a really fun podcast oh uh, yeah and there are some seeds in that podcast that we still are harvesting today by the way <laughs> there's some stupid shit that we say in there that i was like wow We've been doing this a while. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Our observant listeners will note that mm. we've been doing this a long goddamn time. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun, kind of interesting. The, uh, so that's cool. Uh, again, we do want to, we do have to talk about Mid Ohio because we did find out that Liza mm. of Motorcycles and Misfits, part of her compensation package Ooh. for doing what she's doing, because she's going to be hosting a, uh, 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 
she'll be the curator of a motorcycle film festival at Mid Ohio. Is it the female one? Or? I think it is. Oh, awesome! Well, cool. it's, whatever. It's a it's one right, and that's a reason. And I guess that they're going to play on any Sunday on Friday night on some sort of oh, a big sweet. screen. Yeah, so super yeah. fucking cool. And uh, so Liza's got a couple of campsites. I don't know how she did this, but she worked her compensation package to include a couple of campsites. Well done. So when she she texted me the other day and said, hey, Phil, I've been compensated by a couple of campsites. Where should I put them? Next hours. And I said, in Chris's Janus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's plenty of room there. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that? If it was up your ass kicking footballs, you'd know. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> I had her put it. I, I actually Google Earthed. So I Google Earthed the campsite, yeah. and I put a yellow arrow to like where we want the campsites to be. Right. So we're not going to tell anyone where they are, but they're where they always are. My my first day at my new job, they said, you know, I sat down for the first meeting. Yes. A hundred meetings right. I had, and they said, so is there anything that you know you perceive causing a problem? I said, well, I need these days off, or I cannot work here. Oh. And they said, not a problem. And it won't even count toward your vacation time because it was before you know right. you started before you got hired. Right. right. Those are what they call conditions of your employment. Right. But right? I was serious too. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't think you were joking. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, the phrase, I've got a new job and I can't go to mid-Ohio. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. yeah. I went to mid-Ohio and now I need support. That's I quit a job once over a rally. I told my boss, I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, I'm not going to be here for these three days. Right, right. And he's like, "Well, that doesn't work. You've 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 taken enough days off this year." Yeah, and I right. went, "Well, okay, it's <laughs> cool. Thanks hey, for the good times, that buddy. Was great, dude. That was cool. That's good." I was working at Pizza Hut, you know, delivering pizza yeah. and making pizzas, and. I had one semester or one quarter to go to get my degree. Yeah. And I said, well, I can't work Thursday nights anymore because that's the only night the class is offered. So I have to graduate. And the manager says to me, you're going to sacrifice eventually becoming an assistant manager at Pizza Hut for a college <laughs> you know, degree? <laughs> and he was serious. You know, he was totally serious you're about it. You're going to give up your career <laughs> at Pizza Hut? That's, he was totally serious about it. I'm like, listen, buddy, wow. I, I've come in. And every time you wanted me to come in, I've worked my ass off for yeah. you. I come in at lunch. I go back to, I would go to class, come home, make all the pizzas at lunch, go back to class, deliver pizzas till midnight, go back to class. You know, so I was never- You were living was, your life one handful of free non-cheese at a time. Right. <laughs> and the guy would not let me have one day off a week to get my to finish off my degree. Do you, never, know, do you know I'll how never good, buy Pizza Hut ever Do you know again. how good marketing is, though? I'm yeah. done. We bought Pizza Hut the other day, and it was like $50 for two pizzas, and it was like- What? This sucks. Fuck Did you get this. the Edge pizza? I think we got a stuffed crust or something. Yeah. The Edge pizza is where you almost eat the pizza, and then they stop you. No, but seriously, do you know how good marketing is? People that do marketing? Yeah. So when he was doing Pizza Hut, yeah. kale was just around the salad bar as a garnishment. Oh, that's right. Pizza oh, Hut. That's true. And kale then marketing, to be eaten. marketing got a hold right. of that shit. And now kale's like. That'll save your ass. That's <laughs> a superfood. Right. Oh, like the healthiest if, thing at, super, at Pizza Hut was the garnish. Right. But if you right. lived in the 80s and 90s, all that this? shit was. I don't know if I should eat this or not. Right. I'll try some of it. Literally, <laughs> it was the shrapnel around, around the, the bowl of bar. ice right. around the salad exactly. bar. Exactly. That's what kale was. Right. Yeah. Kale's like eating a porcupine's ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just I mean, saying. Seriously. I'm just saying. Who eats that shit? I'm just in, in, nice in a nice place, if you got a burger, yeah. your lettuce, tomato, pickles, yeah. and onions was sitting on a slice of kale that yes. you weren't supposed to eat. Right. Kale was the subplate. That's what I'm saying. So they got, they had the vegetable committee get together, and everybody's going around. So carrots, what do you got? Well, we're still carrots, whatever. Tomatoes, we got Bloody we Marys. We got, we got yeah, we got all this. Kale, anything? Well, we're still holding down the Pizza Hut salad bar. Yeah, I have ambitions. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right. What did they sell it for in 83? Nothing. Right. It was Nothing. a salad bar It was holder. literally to go around the salad bar. Right. White women are going to save our asses. That's right. <laughs> like everything. What do you got? I got skin tight nylon right. spandex uh Bicycle shorts with no uh, padding in them. Celery, what do you got? Yoga pants. We're in. Celery, anything new? Lululemon. We're no, good. no, we're still doing Bloody Marys, <laughs> yes. but it's a fucking strong fucking strong market, market, so we're doing yeah. okay. Beats. Athletes. We fucking slayed yeah, athletes. Absolutely. We're doing athletes. And, and all of Russia. Right, right, yeah. right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, celery has the porno, too. Like the Celery also <laughs> has ants on a log. Right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ants on a log. for icy roads. That's right. There you go. This is true. That's absolutely right. But Kale nailed but kale, it. They, they, nah. had to, they had to hire a whole they separate needed, marketing they team. They 40-year-old white women. Right. Yeah. They were like, how can we appeal to white women? Tell them this will blow out their ass and make them skinny. Yep. Yep. And their boobs <laughs> bigger. Bad. And their boobs bigger. Kale. <laughs> that was it. And it's it was good for vaginal health. You know what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because now kale's every goddamn yeah, right. Way. Yeah, that's it. It's true. Yeah. What do you got there? I got a kale salad. You don't have a kale salad. You don't have a kale salad. <laughs> right. You've got roughage. Right. You've got a way to clean out your rectum. Yeah. But back in the day, oh, Pizza Hut threw yeah. out fucking twenty pounds of it every oh, week yeah. when it every got rolled night. around the fucking every night. Thing. They're like, they probably came three with their other protos. Here, if you want some of this kale, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they run, they unrolled it like concertina wire out of the back. They're just like, oh, we got a four hundred foot roll of kale. No, it was packing material. <laughs> it was packing material. Yes, <laughs> it exactly. kept the carrot safe. Yeah, and everything else, right? Right. <laughs> Oh, man, I didn't think about that, and that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I didn't think about it until he talked about Pizza Hut, and it just made me remember. Oh, yeah, it made you realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stefan's got a new ice maker. Oh, really? Yeah, over at the bar. It's not as loud? We can film there without it going... Yeah. <laughs> is he so, open yet? No, he's not, no? but they're making does it, major strides. Does it make the ice, the ice tubes, the cubes with the hole through the middle? Okay, so that was discussed. <laughs> Those are the best. I thought they were the best too, but apparently I was wrong. You got to have balls. No, it waters, no. It waters down the drink too much exactly. if you have too much Thank service you. area. Exactly. You're, Steve is on it. Steve has nailed it. So there's a whole science behind how much any given type of ice waters the drink down. And everyone think an ice cube is big as your fucking hand, right? Right. An ice cube is big as your fist. No, there are applications Puck. for that. Pucks are the ones that it you... It turns out it's hail. Hmm? Yeah. He spent legit motorcycle money <laughs> buying an ice cube maker that makes hail. That makes hail. And Won't I'm going to say faster because it's no, smaller? it's amazing. I tried it. You can't it's kill super it. Super cold. It's bulletproof. Probably. Bulletproof. Like this shit. The best way I can describe the size of this mm -hmm. is if you've ever owned a wrist rocket, <laughs> the BBs that came with your wrist rocket, the wow. glass pellets. Yeah. The glass pellets were like ten millimeter. Unless Nine they broke, millimeter. and then they cut you like that. Yeah, they cut you just like that. <laughs> exactly. So the pellets and the BBs that came in a wrist rocket were 9mm, 10mm, that kind of size. And his ice is that size. Mm. And it fills up the glass. There's no wasted space. It's mm. just ice. And then when you put the booze in it, the temperature goes perfect. There's almost no watering down. It's amazing. 
And, and it's the still same amount of booze? Yeah, it can be. Depends on the size of the vessel. Oh, okay. you, you you schedule the vessel around the size of the amount of alcohol going into it. Right, right. So they must calculate out the uh, open space exactly. in between every ball. You got it. But they're all uniform Amazing. size. Amazing. And so I had a cocktail that took me about 10 minutes, and then I had another cocktail that took me about 20 minutes, and I had a cocktail that took about 30 minutes all in the same ice. Wow. I know. That's impressive. That's fucking incredible. No, they just have like a series of little heads that has a, a droplet that forms and yeah. then it freezes. Yeah. Then they knock them off. Then it forms I, I don't know how they make it, but it makes a lot of it. Now, let me ask yeah. you this. Since we're talking about ice technology. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I have a refrigerator that makes ice. And then I bought a bag of ice. Okay. Those can be the worst cubes, the ones that are the half moon. <laughs> right. Because they totally, you go to drink and the yep. ice cube is sitting right, right. there. Right. And, and the thing, like, yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. Choke the shit out of yourself, <laughs> man. What, what I was yeah. getting at is that. No, you ice? drink off the points of the cubes, man. Turn the glass. <laughs> Turn the glass. Do you think that city water and shit like that, Steve, you might know this. So do you think city water has enough shit in it to cause ice to melt faster than, because the ice I bought that was in like a bag of ice, right? Like five cubes of that ice lasted about a half an hour longer than my fucking ice that came out of right. my ice maker in my fucking refrigerator. Would it be well, like- I would think that the, it depends on... Where the ice is made because they're using city water to make ice. Yeah, but they oh. probably have filters. Most ice machines have a filter on them. That right, some stuff up. But I don't my know. my the made stuff. ice is is uh, RO water, so it has no. I mean, it, it, I take out everything and then I make ice out of and reverse cubes. Osmosis. So water. do you think? So I have a Berkey water filter that we use, just like you know, like the whole. It's a big thing with the two carbon, the whole fucking gig. Should I make ice out of that? Would that last longer? It tastes better when you're making a drink. I can tell you, it doesn't impart uh, flavor to it. Right. But I mean, and then in the fall, I mean, the 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 problem is, is that like the closer you get, in, like in the summer now, there's higher solids. I mean, they keep on adding more and more chemicals in the drinking water to take out the taste and odor. So now you're getting carbon in there, and you're getting By adding more. odor and taste. Mm-hmm. In chlorine, I mean it's no, yeah. Well, I mean, but you, unfortunately, they had more chlorine too. Oh, because the organic, uh, the organic content of the water goes up. But big question. So, like one of the one of the people I met today at my new job, she's a fucking genius. Like she has a master's degree in horticulture and all this stuff. She said the best thing that you can do for your plants in your garden or whatever else you're growing <laughs> uh, is to take <laughs> is to take out chlorine. So, like, if I have tap water, how do you get chlorine out of your tap? Just let it set. Effervesce, it'll effervesce out. Right. But you still, have, uh, but you still of- will have, you still will have, uh, uh, that's free chlorine will will leave, but you'll still have dissol- um, consumed chlorine, depending on how much organic material is So, how can you water. filter the chlorine out? Carbon, Carbon. filter? Oh, so Charcoal just, filter? I could probably use the Berkey thing and just use that water, then, is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Yeah, you, you have to take the chlorine out of water to make beer. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm. You could distill your water. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. I, I just, I'm, I'm finding out that my new job has a lot of benefits for my hobbies. <laughs> yes, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> at first, I was like, he's going to be working at what? A know. greenhouse? Get the fuck out of here. You're I, kidding me, right? I would have never thought it grew anything but. I know, right? <laughs> but apparently. I would have legitimately thought, like, wait a second. <laughs> He, this is his dream yeah. job. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, I, so okay. check this out. So he was made for this. This, 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 <laughs> this person that I talked to that is a fucking genius, right? Right. right. She turned down $1.5 million a year to work in Colorado 
for many of the other greenhouses right. yeah, yeah, that might right. exist oh, there. Oh, yeah. because oh, the fun stuff. The right. fun stuff. Greenhouse. Because, right. because she was lettuce. worried She was worried that it's not federally legal, and Correct. she didn't want to do 25 years to be for, like... To keeping, advance her horticulture lifestyle. Yeah, because yeah, right. you know, she's, like, yeah. she she's, she's world known for controlling spider mites. Which is a huge deal yes, in Colorado. Absolutely, right? it is. You but bet she, your ass it but is. But she didn't want to take the position because of that. And I'm like, you know that. I, I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, you're not going to be the person that hey, goes down. I watch Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have spider mites. No, bad, yeah. bad. I know bad. all about that. That's how fucking Bubbles lost his shit. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. How do you control uh, Japanese beetles? I don't know. Do they exist anymore? Yeah. When I was a kid, we had Vagabug. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Me and my wife just talked we about this. Yeah. Everybody used to have those, the yellow tops of the bags yeah. everywhere. They're nowhere anymore. Bags of bugs. Well, apparently they were decimated. There's a ton of, there's a ton of Japanese beetles on the west side of town. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't right. go to the east side. All right. There's probably a delicacy over there. <laughs> well, they get shot. <laughs> <laughs> they get shot. They get shot. I heard all the Japanese beetles went away. What happened? They went east. Right. What happened? What happened? when you go east you get shot everybody well, knows that one of, one of the reasons that we might be moving is that yeah. so my friend is working on my kitchen he's my buddy and he's working yeah. on my kitchen and, my, and he's there during the day my wife was there and apparently our house got shot when i was at work oh, you found a bullet well he heard a bang and a bunch yeah. of debris fell off my house and we don't know where it came from and it's just like weird i have my friends who live in canada contacting us on these various different social media platforms going hey just checking in with my friends from cleveland making sure okay and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, no hurricanes here ever. Right, right, no right. tornadoes, hardly ever. No wildfires. No, no tsunamis or wildfires ever. Or this lava. is the Midwest. Right. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have a problem. No firefighters. No fucking, what do they call this? Mudslides. Right. None of that hits us ever. Nope. He, he checks in. He's like, oh, you know, I heard there was a shooting last night. 11 people. And I was like, what? that sounds like a Wednesday. <laughs> you know, on the east side of Cleveland, that is not a reason to contact no, people from Cleveland no. and see if they're okay. Well, and the problem was yeah. it was the Fourth of July, obviously last weekend, so that was free range for people with guns. Because I they think were... actually that weekend, like 150 people got shot, 11 people died, and four four of them were kids. Yeah, yeah. So like that, to was... tell you how crazy the city of Cleveland is and adjacent suburban areas. Did you guys see my aerial video I took I from my front did. yard? Yeah, it looked like fucking Baghdad. It did. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> like, last year was better, but this year was pretty good. Yeah. This year was pretty yeah. good. I mean, we had fun. You know. Well, so the police cars are traversing my neighborhood on the Fourth of July Sunday night, as you do, and they're traversing the neighborhood. And where I live is the west side suburbs adjacent to the lake, which means all the people that have houses that go out over the lake. You're, you're, you live in an area where yes starts with an M. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When white, white people flew, that's where they flew. That's where they landed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We are the landing point of white flight. <laughs> yeah. All this area that used to be, uh, used to be, you know, uh, basically acreage. Tillage. We, tillage. We have a lot of wineries. Right. You know? And yeah, yeah, now they they get rid of they build a huge project and they have two rows of yeah of of great vines. Two rows. They say that it's they call a winery. winery. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this is Avon Reserve, and you're like Avon Reserve. <laughs> I got more fucking grapes than that growing up against right. my neighbor's fence. You see a wine holding grapes, you're right. like, dude, you got to wait. Yes, you got to wait. <laughs> you got to wait. Sorry, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, that is a good joke. Yeah, yeah. and so this year the police cruisers are going kind of up and down the street, and. You know, we're just walking down the lake because we like to go down the lake, maybe put the boat in or something, you know, beautiful boat by boat. I mean, plastic canoe. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to go paddle around a bit or whatever. And I'm like, there's nine million dollars worth of explosives going off in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And the cops are just kind of like, 
Well, isn't it legal now, though? I have no idea. I think in Ohio, no, it's... No, it hasn't been signed yet. Yeah. So... Uh, don't, it, it's been... It's gone yeah. through the legislature, and they said even if they sign it, it's going to be 351 days before it's legal there for you, you to light off a... But a, perception is everything. And the two gentlemen in this tax collector's vehicle were all about letting us know that it was game on. But then they said... Now, this is the 4th of July. The 5th of July is another story. I did not hear one siren the entire 4th of July in my neighborhood, which right. is co- interesting considering like people are blowing each other up all the time because my people out there can afford really big fireworks. Right. But no, not a single siren. Merritt and I were shocked. It sounded like Bo- you know, Beirut, but no, no sirens. However, on the 5th, at about not 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m., still bright out, light yep. out, somebody was like, look what I found. We didn't burn these. We need to fizz it. Yeah. Pippity, pippity, <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Whip, whip, whip. Then at 8 p.m., pippity, pippity, pop down there. Whip, whip, whip. 9.30 p.m., it's full-on grown-ass dark outside. Right. Somebody lights off the last $48 of their display. Right. SWAT team. Oh, sure. They took them down. Can I tell you about the third? So the third, <laughs> I asked John and these guys, I'm like, are we going to meet? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 cool. So I was like, fuck, I didn't buy anything. I'm right. an idiot. So I, I planned, because I was on my bike, I'm like, I'm planning this nice route. So I went down to West Salem, down yeah, to Phantom Fireworks. sparklers. Well, no, so I got there, and I, I grabbed some steaks. Yeah, well, no, I grabbed, I, <laughs> I grabbed. Only the good stuff. I grabbed. I grabbed. didn't even have the buy one, get one free coupon. I didn't. I'm an idiot. It's buy one, buy two if you have a pulse. I know, but buy they, one, they didn't two. have them. But anyways, all, I grabbed some bottle rockets and things, whatever, yeah. and I piled up. And so mine was like 175 bucks for like this little pile of shit, right? Should have been 38 bucks. But the dudes behind me, these dudes that you're looking at them and you're like, you're on food stamps. Yes. It's not, I'm not talking color skin, nothing. I'm talking like just, you can tell, right? They'd won the meth Olympics. Yes. Right. And yeah. these motherfuckers had like, you know, the Home Depot fucking pallet yeah. jacks. Yeah. They were just piling shit on. Right. And I look at the boxes and I look at the wall and so one of those. $200 box. $460. Oh, these stimulus things, checks. Yeah. Like yeah. the one guy's bill in front of me was four thousand nine hundred dollars between two guys. He had two pallets of yeah. shit. Yeah. So next year my plan is, and we should all do this, is we're gonna go sit there. Yeah. And we're gonna go and buy like a pack of snakes, and we're gonna watch <laughs> that guy and be like, "What's your address?" And I'm going to his house to fucking do this shit. Yeah. I'm not saying we didn't have fun, and we right. blew up a lot of shit. Right. But it was not what those guys fucking no, blew up. No, it no. was a seriously four thousand six hundred dollars. Between yeah. two guys. And the, the lady, she tried to justify it. She's like, well, that's two families. They're splitting it. Okay. Uh, again, that's still $2,300. That would put four of their offspring <laughs> through college. Right. I'd rather but instead, burn. they got 93 minutes of glory. Right. Yeah. I'd rather burn $4,000 worth of gasoline. Yes. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. It would be more fun. Do you fun. know what makes a better fireball than $50 worth of gas? Nothing. Nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, one sh- barn with one assembly. Oh, no, we had fun. <laughs> yeah. We had a good fucking time. I'll tell you that. I think I think the barn was about five, maybe fifteen gallons of gas and one tank of assembly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easily yeah. twenty. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. That so was did amazing. did your daughter say anything about us all acting like morons? No, not a thing. Because she enjoyed herself. She's well conditioned. She's well conditioned. She knows where the band aids are. <laughs> she's over there whittling. Yeah. Right. Oh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, we would give her, I, I, we'd give her some stuff like, you know, like a Ziggy or like whatever, yeah. you know, and she'd light that. 
She's like, yeah, that was great. And then go back to whittling, you know. And oh, man. Thing. We're she, like, we're she squealing. She was playing tunes for her. She's playing oh, like, yeah, the, yeah. some heavy gorillas, gorillas and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, she was DJ. But she was watching us, and like me and Dan were straight up 12-year-olds lighting each other on fire and throwing butt, and then John's shooting shit at us, and oh, it's fucking great, man. Right on, man. <laughs> That's cool. That's a good night that out. That was a good fucking night. That's man. a good night out. I love that shit. I'm, I'm stocking up now for my uh, things that I shouldn't be bringing to mid-Ohio. Oh, excellent. Yeah. 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 Going to have a nice... I've got plenty left. Going to have a nice box full of stuff that shouldn't come to Mid-Ohio. Yeah. And won't be launched from our campsite. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no very remote. Cigarette yeah. fuse. <laughs> not a it. ramp, not our launch site. Not a ramp. <laughs> not a fucking ramp. Not a fucking launch site. No, sir. Not grain. We should, we should, Not, we should, we should make a, a banner that says like "Teetotalers United" or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave us alone, we're sober. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's those assholes. Just one of the big fig- fingers. Yeah. that just says it's them. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Why are you bothering us? They're one of those. Bill the ones W was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Liza's gonna get there whenever she gets. I think we're picking her up at the airport maybe Thursday morning. So okay. I'm gonna go down there Wednesday night and. I'm with you. I'm off. Cool. Where are you need shit down. coming? What's that? Walsh is coming? Liza, I think Knock, I think uh, Miss Emma. I Any think, bagelage uh, or no? I don't know. I think he, I think Bagel's riding cross country. Oh. No shit. Wow. I, I think he Yeah, yeah he did it last time. Again? Yep. Again, exactly. <laughs> Again. Was yeah. that a cannonball year? I think, well, I think there's a cannonball going on this yeah, year. Yeah, there is right yeah. now. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, I think the cannonball starts next week sometime. So, uh, but yeah, that's like, when you think about how much pent-up hostility there is and how much pent-up rage and how much pent-up fucking desire to sell and fuck with old motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Plus, you got two years of swap shop waiting to just dump on people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got trailers full of garbage. Like, you, you're not going to be <laughs> able to find... You mean excellent motorcycle. You're not going to be able to find a U-Haul anywhere near mid-Ohio. Right. Yeah, that's that's going on for sure. Uh, so, yeah, their, their Scooter Cannonball is July 12th through the 21st. Oh, which. Oh, wow. You know, that it's going to be over by the time he uh, should just roll in. They're going from Bar Harbor, Maine to Eureka, California. Oh, wrong way. They are. They're going the wrong way. So Bagel's probably riding to Maine and then fucking going back (laughs) just to fucking say fuck you. Just to say fuck you. Right. Exactly. He's done the cannonball enough. He doesn't have to prove himself to anybody. Bagel's a fucking God. So yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Um, There's a ton of people too. I mean, there are a ton. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of people that are signed up for the scooter cannonball. I mean, the list is like, I don't know. It's like a hundred fucking people that's way too many people you know that's like herding cats yeah but what's what's the what's the what do you call it um, the attrition rate like, a lot yeah who's gonna super high right like five people will make it yeah that's <laughs> right, it right, right. i mean i've i've participated in these things before yeah like the whole idea of like i got one guy who's doing it on a bajaj so he's making it 300 miles yeah. maybe he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> ride a bajaj from like 2002 here's a tip your voltage regulator's already burned out right your flywheel's going to separate from your crank in about 11 minutes. Cylinder head. Gone. Done. You're done. Right. There's And, and you know what? Then, then while you're putting it on the center stand, you're going to back the taillight into the wall, and you're going to crack that <laughs> yeah. shit too. And then all the parts that are unobtainium are all going to be broken on your one bike. Right. Go home early. Yeah. But yeah. don't forget to get your towing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, get your, don't forget your AAA goddamn RV, motherfucker. Yeah. No shit. Don't mess around with that stuff. But I am looking at the number of people that are doing this. And what's crazy is 
a lot of people are coming from like the West Coast. Really? So they got to go to the East Coast, oh. Maine, to start this thing. Well, one way or another, you're fucked. If you if you live in Maine, you're yeah. great, but you're going to end up on that. You're going to come home, right? You're going to come home. But at least you can buy a plane ticket to get home. Oh, just get rid of your bike. Yeah, or ship that. it. I like you ship. Fuck it. Two hundred fifty bucks. Left, dude. There's nothing left, dude. You know, I mean, you're gonna ride a Bajaj cross country. No, what are you gonna ship back? An envelope? Well, they're not <laughs> gonna make. They're not <laughs> gonna make cross back country. a fucking title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is not gonna happen. There's a guy named Lou Bob. Um, that's uh, Lou Bob from Cleveland. He got his motorcycle license on a '62 Lambretta three wheeler. Wow. Wait, what? what? Yeah, right. I don't know Thank what that you. is. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> it's called Lambro. Okay. That was a Lambretta three wheeler. Yeah. That's that's above my pay grade. That's Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, he's got a bunch of stuff and it looks like he's planning on doing the adventure on a Honda Forza three hundred. We just did tires for him recently. That'll so work. He, he That'll probably make by. it. And that's what I'm saying too. A Honda Forza three hundred, safe bet. Yep. They actually have handicaps, which is really funny that if you go to uh ScooterCannonballRun.com. They actually <laughs> handicap you. So, Honda, negative 1,000. It's a 123%. Yeah. So 123.06%, which is basically, don't bet on this. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, because you're going to lose money if it wins. So, yeah. So he's uh, so that's his game. Uh, but he's going to do that. But, he, you know, he's, he's like, uh, I've done many 300-mile days, so this is a significant challenge. Why not on a scooter? And it is funny. He said, you know, he's had Buells, he's had Harley Davidsons, he had Beamers, he had Gootsies, like all that stuff. And he's like, it's his last chance to go coast to coast. I've never, ever said it was my last chance to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, even when I saw Joe Strummer, I didn't know it was my last chance to right. see Joe Strummer. One of, one of the things, and you, you know this from the military, yeah. and I don't from the military, but people have told me. As a, as a parachuter, you never yeah. say, this is going to be my last no, run for the day. No, no, no. No, if you're a downhill skier, <laughs> yeah. it's never your last, last run. run right. It's always your second to last run. <laughs> right, right. I think this is our second last run today. Yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay, where are you guys going? Home. Yeah. yeah. Why? It's the last run that kills you. Yeah. Always has been. Yeah. Right. We're just going to take one more lap of the fucking uh, barrel races. Nope. No, you're not. Nope. No, nah, one more lap. I'm taking no, a break for a little while. You're leaving in a fucking ambulance. <laughs> yeah, we know how that works. Fuck you. You're going to get hurt. But yeah, so that's it. So day one, they're going from Bar Harbor to Manchester, Vermont. Hmm. Day two, Manchester, Vermont to Grove City, PA, downtown GC. Right? I know you've been there many times. That's weird. That they, that's what they've picked, Grove City, PA. It gets better. They're going from Grove City, PA to Travis City, Michigan and skipping Cleveland entirely. They're going through Medina. That's a long haul, too. Yeah. Day three, you might want to have a tire. Other cannonballs figured that out. We don't want them anyway, so. Yeah, we don't. I mean, I'm fine with them. I'll, <laughs> I'll support all these crazy cannonballers. Yeah, like, so Traverse City to what? So Traverse City, then to Marshfield, Wisconsin. So they're going through the UP? They are. All the way to the top of the motherfucking. They're going straight up. They're doing Michigan all the way to the top. On the 75. Map, the map is fierce. And then they're doing uh, Huron, South Dakota to Hot Springs. They're all staying in South Dakota at day six. Hot Springs is fun. Beautiful. Yeah. Hot Springs, South Dakota to Rock Springs, Wyoming. That'll be a painful day. And then Rock Springs, Wyoming to Delta, Utah. Not fun there. Eh, yeah, it's rough. Delta to Fernley, Nevada. Way to skip all the fun. Yeah. And then going from Fernley, Nevada to Eureka, California. What so I would this like was to clearly just places where somebody lived and you could stop... <laughs> 
You guys can come crash in my backyard. I kind of think that's so. A, yeah, I, you I mean, nailed like, it. That's a good. That's a I good mean, they call. have eighty six registered riders on, oh, on this event, right? So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, eighty six. Do they have a sag wagon at all or nothing? I'm sure they have something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, there's. I'm pretty sure that there's a lot going on mm. in the way of support. But what I can assure you, and I mean, this is the one thing I'm going to tell you, is when I tend to figure out where I'm going to go spend. 11 days of my life it's not in those places it's not in any of those places right right yeah i i mean like and i will pick places in between those places that are sexy and fun right and they've managed to suck all the sexy and fun out of this trip so yeah. smith now that you're back from your 40 are you ready to Speaking ride of sexy and fun right yeah. yeah smith so after your big ride are you ready to get back on and do some sunday riding or are you done for a little bit no all right absolutely really yeah, you're absolutely. all back oh excellent yeah. good good yeah. i didn't know if that was going to take it out of you for a while or something or Damn, you're a beast, man. He's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's I can a, tell the beard and everything. You're changing. You're like a leading man now. Look at him. He's all fucking sexy over there. What I think Thank is, you. yeah, I think that the idea of of Chris, he's gone out there. He's been like, I've achieved that. I yeah, have overcome. Yeah. I've conquered that shit. Yep. So what's next? What you got for me? Yep. Yeah. I, yep. I have a feeling there's a lot of that. Fuck it. Drive on. Right. Yeah. We used to call it the army. It's called Fido. So we started early and, and, and John's over here falling asleep still. I it's know. It's like 730. I want to know what happens. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I yawned a little bit. I'm not falling asleep. I want to know <laughs> what happens. I was going to comment that yeah. this could be the first podcast that Steve or I, neither one of us falls asleep. Right. Yeah, there you go. This is good. This Don't is working out. Don't shoot me with a goddamn <laughs> goddamn events. <laughs> I didn't for do anything. Goddamn events. Wasn't me. So we got the Nighthawk. I got a Nighthawk 250 from Mid-Ohio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got it all dialed in. Very happy about that. Nice, nice. It's fucking loads of fun. Uh, are we are we fun, taking fun. the SSRs? <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay, just making Wait sure. Wait a second. How the fuck could we go to mid-Ohio? Right, no. Potentially just... mud-Ohio. Right. And not take a fucking grip of SSRs. Well, we have to. I know we have to. So we got to gotta figure that out. We got to get yeah. those loaded up Yo, there's beforehand. There's a fuck a lot of figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know how those bikes got there? In your big truck. truck. In the back of one red pickup truck. Do you know how they're getting to mid-Ohio? In the back of one red pickup truck. Okay, I didn't know because I know you have so much shit to take. People just drive vehicles. There will be. Yeah, that'll that'll happen. You know, there'll be all kinds of like, you know, this truck needs to get there. Right. Right. We have to have 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 a... Wayne. Yeah, exactly. Right. We need a street (laughs) test. And then we'll have a a bus coming back. A shuttle bus coming back from mid-Ohio after eight of my vehicles get left at (laughs) mid-Ohio. Yeah. But we do need a, strate- a strategic planning mission a day or something. There is. Yeah. We'll have one. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We still haven't fixed half the shit we're planning on taking down there. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to put a fuel pump on my RV. I'm like, oh, I got to get it out of fucking mud hole. Yeah. J-Town? There's J-Town. Yeah. I mean, conservatively speaking, there are 23 balls in the air at this point. Right. And I am a two-handed ball juggler. Right. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're a long way from arrival. And honestly, we're going to arrive there with 70% less running bikes than we thought we would. (laughs) Guaranteed. Every year. Every year we're like, we'll have all these running by the time we get there. And then we get there and we work on shit. And then by Sunday, some of them are running. Right. Yeah. That's it. it. So, you know, that's just the way it works. And some ladies don't listen when you say it's not running. They still buy it. We're fine. We're, We're okay. We're totally okay. I I found four or five bikes in the building here. Yeah. I'm like mid Ohio, mid Ohio, <laughs> mid Ohio, mid Ohio, and like, and James is like, really? And I'm like, mid Ohio, mid Ohio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and James is like, are you sure? I'm like, mid Ohio. <laughs> like, that's it. 
Mid Ohio is the broken boomerang. Right. The shit don't come back. Yeah. Mid Ohio. It's just fuck. It's got a yellow rubber band on the mirror. Yep. Oh, fuck it. Get it out of here. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Get it out. Just get it out of here. Yeah. And if it doesn't sell, we'll leave it by some recycling barrels with the key in the ignition. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, that's how you make motor scooters go away. Fuck yeah. With the title. With the title, hanging out of the fucking glove box. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that shit, man. Yeah. Because there's some stuff I need to get rid of. Right. Just to feel like a human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, looking around today, we couldn't even, we could hardly move the table in here to do the podcast. Oh, I've had a metric shit ton of bikes come in. Yeah. Uh, And by that, I mean four AK-550s. Wow. Yeah. So they're big bikes. If you wanted to, you could literally take a tractor trailer load down there. Easy. There's no doubt. Instead, we're going to take three U-Haul trailer loads down there. (laughs) (laughs) And my only question right now is, do we do enclosed? Because you can sleep in them. Yeah. So an enclosed U-Haul trailer for four days is still cheap, but that's a bunkhouse for like six people. Yeah, right. Yeah. If we do open, they're very easy to load. So like an open U-Haul trailer is very easy. You'll throw a U-Haul the bikes truck on, with an open strappy, trailer strappy. behind it. Yeah, right. Yeah, strappy, strappy, tie, tie, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The U-Haul truck is like a mobile bunkhouse. Right. It's like an RV with no windows. Right. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. Like, <laughs> I want to go to the bathroom. You know, roll up the roll up door. <laughs> Everybody's angry at you. Yeah, that's cool. But it's hot enough. You should just get. They have those magnetic uh, uh, bug doors. Oh yeah, you just yeah, put yeah. it on the bag. Bu- magnetic have, bug screen. Yeah, right. That's that, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Just leave it open. Then just piss through the bug screen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whiz right through the bug screen. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it's not chunky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good to go. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. We'll be good. Anything yeah, the, that the Velcro is. won't yeah, be a problem if you've been using your manscape. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You wake up and Hoffer's just stuck yeah. to the fucking middle of it. <laughs> I'm sure the people at U-Haul have seen some weird shit come back. Yeah. Yep. I think that's a very good plan. Sir, I, I love all that. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. It seems like you have a hedgehog stuck in the middle of your fucking thing. <laughs> and that ain't wrong. Yeah. It's a fucking hedgehog. Sure. <laughs> we had one email I wanted to read just because I thought it'd be fun. Uh, you know what? It, it's not angry. It, it's not angry. It's it's fair. I mean, it's not. I missed a new email from our Swedish buddy that sent us the last email. Oh, did he send awesome. a new one? No, I'm oh, saying I, I missed it. I was kind of bummed. He's like the coolest guy ever. Yeah, he didn't. I don't think he sent us one. Oh. Okay. Hey, remember Swedish? last week we talked about the MotoGP, the Grand Prix of the Americas? Yes. Yeah. Remember we talked about where was it going to be held? Uh, Texas. C-O-T-A. Right. Right. Exactly. Course of the Americas. Course of the Americas. And we told you that they hadn't released the price for the tickets yet. Yep. That's right. They hadn't released the price of the tickets yet. Well, they have released the price for the tickets. Are they $7? They are slightly more than that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. At the 2021 MotoGP Grand Prix of the Americas, yep. you can get a weekend pass for the low, low starting price of just eleven ninety nine. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Let's move. Where's the decimal point on it that? It keeps going. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's eleven hundred and ninety nine dollars oh, per person. It's cheaper to go to the TT at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Does that include airfare? No. Just no. <laughs> go to the TT bar. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve hundred dollars per person. Oh my god! I don't remember which comic it was in the eighties, but he was like, "So I did some math and I figured it out. I could sell out this stadium, five thousand seats for five dollars a ticket. Right. Twenty five thousand dollars. 
Or I could charge you $500 per ticket at $5,000 right. per seat. $25 million. Well, One show, farewell. Well, they're trying to keep... And that's exactly what's happening here. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they want to keep the code, like they want to keep the non-vaccinated out. I don't think that's the case. Why, non-vaccinated people don't have money? I think it's the. I think it's that they. Know I'm saying they're going to space them out so the people that aren't vaccinated are next to like you know. I was thinking that. I was going to say that since the you know since the polo ponies and shit like that you know and, and the helicopter races and all the other expensive things that exist on the fucking planet, right? Haven't happened. Right. All the people with absurdly conspicuous wealth. Haven't like, had anything to do. Right. And so since they haven't been able to go visit their mistress on fucking, you know, San Quar or whatever, right? Catalina right. Island. Cat, uh, which, which are two of the places you can actually go. But anyway, $1,199 per person, away we go. So there yeah. you go. So that's it. Yay. So that's what that is. So yeah. if anybody wants a podcast. So who all wants to go? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what we what we're saying is, is if that if anybody wants a podcast from this race, yeah, just buy us some tickets, man. We'll be happy to go down and report live right. from <laughs> Circuit yeah. of America. I mean, seriously, maybe they do have press passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's I'm, look no, into it. Look, if they have that, they have press passes. If sure. we wanted to get them, I'm sure I could write a compelling enough argument. Yep. Because we're sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped. That's right. So if we're sponsored by Manscaped, that makes us the same as the Joe Rogan podcast. That's basically it. He's not calling to get tickets. We still need a whiskey sponsor, though. That's what we well, need. We can work on that. Cleveland whiskey, step up, motherfuckers. Like you're our part yeah, of our no, we have right. Western no, Reserve's no. way better. Well, okay. I'm just saying from our city. I'm just, you know, I'm just working. Oh, on you want to try to keep it local? I don't yeah. want fake right. ass whiskey that was made through some vacuum cryo. Tom's foolery. Tom's foolery. Exactly. Tom's foolery. You know, yeah, Dan, work better. on it. Dan, you're yeah. the guy to work on this. You have yeah. relationships with the whiskey. Yeah, guys. my buddy who used to work there is long gone. And they could have tens of listeners. Tens. Tens. Maybe tens twenty of listeners. Lucky. Right. Tens of goddamn listeners. Right. And they would have all of them right now. It'd be great. Uh, but yeah, so I just thought I would I'd bring that up real quick. Uh, we are Patreon uh, supported. In case right. you were thinking that we get all of our money from Manscaped, hey, did uh, our did our, any of that yet. our microphone donor get his AK five hundred? Oh, he's about to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So all what do you think right. we're doing next week? Oh, he's coming in. Oh, he don't know it yet. He doesn't know it's here yet. <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, and I mean, Chris has been Chris has been like, and by the time this drops, yeah, yeah see, I'll see do it early. Doing. It'll come out Tuesday. It can. It doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter right. because he was so gracious. You know what, man? If 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 anyone else needs a bike, you can give him mine. Right. What color do you? I don't care as long as it's there. Did man, you give him a okay, special one? Whatever. I prepped it myself. As long as it's gray or light gray. Thank you. As long as it's gray or a slightly <laughs> let me satin or shade of gray. Send me his name. Yeah, yeah. And I'll cut some uh, gra- uh, vinyl oh, graphics. For I was it. thinking about just nice, nice. Oh, having just having the having him here. Well, that too. But we can just have bringing his, him we'll, in. We'll make his bike his own personalized with his <gasps> name on it. Yeah, that's so, a yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. It's very fucking cool. Yeah. I like that. Super nice. Anyway, but that's the name of the game. But his bike is here now. So he'll be very happy to have it. And then oh, that this makes is the perfect happy. time for us to invite him in. Yep. And get him in here so we can be like, da, da, da. And next week his bike can be here yeah. and he can be right there. Right on, oh, yeah. Oh, you know that zero rate over there matches it. You might have to get them both. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are color. very complimentary. Like like yeah. Perfect color. It's uh, space gray is the color here. That's space gray. Is that right? Bezos gray? That's space gray. <laughs> right? And then the other one is... Uh, Make silver crystal matte silver crystal 
mm. is the other one, which mm. has which is confusing because there's no silver in it. Right. Yeah, matte silver crystal, which is this. You know, it's just flat. Gray. I I, yeah. I was at a, a club one time and there was a girl called Matt Silver. Matt crystal. Silver Crystal. <laughs> no, that and, she and, told you she was a girl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because because his real I name met, was Matt met Silver Matt. Crystal Meth. I met Matt Silver Crystal in a bar oh. in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was a man, but yeah. I wasn't sure if she was. <laughs> anyway, Matt Silver Crystal. T.T.L. Crystal. That's how it goes, man. That is exactly how it heads. And that's why we're the worst podcast on radio. Sing-alongs. One star. Would not recommend. Excuse me. One trash can. One trash can. Actually, was very entertaining. So I'm giving it a three. Oh, no. Three trash cans. Super entertaining. Uh, Three stars. Three stars. Best I ever could have hoped for. Three stars. Uh, But... Back to our punching Patreon. above their weight, <laughs> way above their weight. Yeah, way above. Uh, what I did want to say though is uh, we do still have Patreon. Yeah. So if you guys do want to contribute to this in some way that isn't too amazing, amazing sure microphones. I mean, if you now the bar's been set, right? Now but also, if set. you if you yeah. want more disruptiveness at Mid Ohio, right. yes. Yes. Or anything else at this yeah, point, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to the dude who sent us pictures of his girlfriend? Oh, that, oh yeah. That was a while ago. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Was a, while just ago. a shout out to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh, we don't know who you're with now, but just saying. We're right. still accept- right. accepting right. submissions. <laughs> yeah, we're always accepting. That's uh, clevelandmoto at gmail.com. Right. We also a- accept used panties. Right. right. <laughs> and if you're a Patreon Party Club member, then you will have this secret number with which you can use to text us strange things right but not right. your manscape pictures no phil no. has turned away several of those i've heard okay <laughs> let's be clear two of those weren't people <laughs> i'm gonna be very fucking clear that shit was funny i get it the joke is good but there's no way you can tell me your dog gave consent <laughs> dogs can't give consent just because he doesn't run away or you put peanut butter on you does not mean that the dog gave consent. Bullshit. No, that's, I can't publish it because that's like cruelty to animals on right, some level. Right, right, right. Now, it was artistic. Yeah. And, and to the credit of the artist, that dog wasn't nicked. Nope. No blood. Nope. But just clean. Clean. Yeah. Clean. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Clean. And it could have been on a Mac. Uh, counter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cleanest shave job I've ever seen in my life. But I can't put that out there because there is no way in the world you could tell me that dog gave consent. Right. The other one, not sure of the species. <laughs> <laughs> it was a part of an animal that I can assume was a dicky, like a dick area, like a groin related. But it could have been. I think it was the waitress from Smedley's. Oh, shit. I did not actually go there. I thought it was a pig. I really thought it was a pig because I could see a nipple, like an edge of a nipple. So I thought it was a pig. But in right. retrospect, could have been the waitress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Anyway, no. back to that. But anyway, we're not putting that shit up. So nope, stop nope. sending it. Nope. No. No. If please. you're a Patreon member and you've joined at that <laughs> level and you have the the party line membership, you have access to our phone number that sends us horrible things, or you want to send us things we can read on the podcast. Quit it with the pictures of shaved animals. Right. I don't know why you would do that. I say they yeah. paid the money. They can send it to you. We're not okay, fair enough. That. They did. Well, there was but three, I'm not going to publish it. There There's was no three, way I'm going to jail for that shit. There were three shaved beavers, but they were just not 
what we wanted to see. They were definitely not, no. I wanted to see. Okay. No, not these, yeah, yeah. not these. All no, right, no. fair enough. So anyway, but we'll go back to that. Anybody else got anything else? Anything exciting? Did you ride anything this week that didn't suck? No. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I've been riding the Leoncino. Oh. The Benelli Leoncino 500. Yeah, it's a good looking bike. I have started loving it. Yeah. Okay. It is not a little motorcycle. Mm -mm. That's what I have to clarify for people who weren't sure what the fuck that motorcycle was all about. And as much as I hated the little lion on the front fender, the little... It grew on you? I love it now. Mm -hmm. I actually like it. It's 500, right? Yeah, it's 500. It's a 500 twin. And enough people have seen it, been like, oh, that's cool. It's a good looking bike and whatever. And the lighting is fantastic. Um, It's a good bike. and But it is taller. Mm -hmm. So... That's something to consider. It is not a low bike. It is. Uh, we had an NC seven hundred X outside. Oh yeah. So I went back and forth between the NC seven hundred X and the Leoncino, and the Leoncino is a little taller. Well, and also that bike is so slow and awful. Well, you know, <laughs> we know that the, both of us. the Leoncino is happy. The Leoncino yeah, is definitely yeah. a happy five hundred. So I give it credit. The brakes are fucking amazing. The brakes are so good. Don't so, consider it awful. No, it's, it's not awful. Utilitarian. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's utilitarian. It's, it's a, a tractor. It's a very utilitarian bike. It's like, do I want to drive like my John Skoda. Deere to work yeah. or the <laughs> NC seven hundred? There's a you know that the uh, <laughs> the Himalaya has been raised to a four hundred and twenty cc's you know right. thing right. And we had one in here. That should make all the difference. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh man. Go As ahead. I came here today, yeah. passing the Triumph dealership yeah. that's right down the street, yeah. in their window, yeah. they have a Ducati and yeah. two Himalayas. Yeah. But no Triumphs. Right. But they're a Triumph dealer. Guess what's getting traded in? <laughs> Those Ducatis <laughs> and two Himalayas. Exactly. Yeah, I had a guy call here to the shop the other day. He's like, yeah, I got a 17 Ducati with some noise coming out of the motor. Can you guys work on it? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, but, you know, the Ducati dealer closed. And I went, yeah, before you bought your bike. So what right. were you thinking? Right. You know, oh, I'm going to go out and buy a Ducati when the only place that works on them is closed. Right. So, yeah, uh, for real, that was an easy one for me to let get past the plate. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not going to let your Ducati come into my shop that's making mysterious motor noises and the bike is like literally three years old. Right. No, 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 no. I'm not going to. No, that's not coming in here. Right. No. We've had to learn this year. There's so much work. There's so many bikes that need to be serviced. We have got to be selective. I'm sure. There's no way. The Triumph dealer down the street is down to one mechanic. Ooh. One mechanic. Looks like they're down to one Triumph as well. They might be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, had to, they had to call their Royal Enfield and get support right. for trade-ins. Because right. apparently apparently Himalayas are the gateway drug to buying a Triumph. Right. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, it could very well be. So yeah, he doesn't thing. have one. He has like five Ducatis in that yeah. shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. So all the Ducatis that got sold five minutes before the dealership closed that are all coming up on a 10,000-mile valve adjustment that nobody will do <laughs> are, over there. are all right now being traded in for like, oh, yeah, it's a 2018. It's got 10,000 miles on it. What do you give me for it? box of donuts? Yeah. <laughs> and a Taco Bell. <laughs> That's yeah. It. yeah. Because what? I mean- I don't know of anybody in our town who is going to work on that motorcycle. And that's a coupon to Taco Bell. That's a coupon to Taco Bell. That's a buy one, get one at Taco Bell. And Taco Bell's in the same parking lot with them. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm going to say. Good for five minutes. Right. Go now. If you say, like, I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to go to Cleveland where their Ducati dealership just closed. I'm going to open a Ducati dealership that only does service. Right. You'll be out of business in 11 minutes because the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to realize that a lot of that shit is warranty service. Right. And you can't 
write it in. Charge. You can't fulfill a warranty claim. Right. And you don't have the shit you need to do the work on the bikes. So mm. there you go. It's a orphan market. Wow. Yeah, it's a bad spot to be in right now. I would not want to be the guy holding a lot of Ducati inventory at this particular moment. Right. Unless you bought it for $850 for a Panigale. Or no. if you have like two pounds of Coke and you want the people from Ducati to come to your to shop. your place, right? Yeah, that, right. that could then be they a thing too. Yeah, they, they didn't. The Fed didn't break in and arrest them all. Oh, okay. For they, fancy bookkeeping, you got out. I don't think so. Okay, I do. Good. I don't think the Fed went and busted Ducati North America just for like excessive use of the color red. There's a reason those people <laughs> got arrested in the middle of the night, right. and I got to yeah. think it was due to some really strategic bookkeeping right. techniques <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're speed dialed to charlie sheen yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> so what exactly is this form 1148 you submitted <laughs> consumables <laughs> <laughs> her name's Brittany, and she works at the velvet <laughs> yeah, yeah ducati clutches yeah. take a special powder yes they do properly. there's a special <laughs> lubricant for the mechanic yeah yeah dry lube, <laughs> dry lube. <laughs> increases productivity yeah. Can't have it in the Olympics because no, it's a performance no, enhancing no, yep, lubricant. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. Damn. Bolivian marching powder. Yeah. All right. That's it. Anybody got nothing? Nothing. Fuck it. Ride fast and take chances. Bum, 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 bum,